All right, there we go. We live. We live. We just got to wait for people to pull up, I guess. Let me see. Oh, my boy Casper Hill and Door Gunner already pulled up. Yes, sir. Dang, Casper Hill was here at 730. Yes, sir. Okay. Oh, okay. Early bird. Early bird gets okay. to work. What's up? All right, that's what's, that's what's up, man. Let me make sure. I, um, What's it called? So y'all already know this is broadcast. Um, 8 to 10 p.m. every Friday. My boy Shay and I talk about everything. I mean, this is not just sports. This is everything, as you can see from the topics we have on the screen. Um, and before we get to the content y'all came for, of course, I want to let y'all know to go buy the best Redskins merch you can buy. Just hit the link in the description in the video under Go Get Street Scores merch. Also, if you want to become a monthly paid member of the best sports YouTube channel out here doing it, there's four different levels, each with their own great perks, such as private Redskins and football discord group, shout outs in every video and live stream, monthly free merchandise, raffles, exclusive badges next to your names, exclusive gifts, all kinds of stuff. Just make sure you hit the link in the description of this live stream under become a channel member. Um, and that's basically it. Shay, you got anything to say before we get started? Hey, I'm, I'm just ready to get started. Got my mic. Uh, shouts out to Kobe. Rest in peace. Got him in the background for today. Let's get started. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So the first thing I wanted to talk about is the USA Soccer League. Um, they're going to allow kneeling now. They're repealing because at first they had a ban on kneeling. Like you were not allowed to kneel at all. Now they're repealing that and they will allow players to kneel. They're not necessarily going to encourage players to kneel. But if you choose to do so, it is not illegal according to their rules so that's that's just really interesting off rip i'm pretty sure you can speak more on that as far since you watch more soccer than me oh yeah well as we all know soccer is the at least of like of the old world it's the most popular sport in the world it's universal mm -hmm. it's a melting pot so if there's any sport that would allow kneeling i'm not surprised soccer would be the sport usa soccer as well um different walks of life because usa soccer is growing it's not the USA soccer we knew like 10 years ago where it's just a punching bag for European teams to come in and then just score 5-0 <laughs> against us with other teams. Now it's, it's building up. And look, I'm, I'm happy for it. I'm happy for it. There's a, there's a lot of black, black players in USA soccer as well, not just foreigners, black American players as well. So maybe this is a step in the right direction. Maybe the NBA could transition. The NFL, I could still see that's a long shot, but – it's a great step. And hey, this is also smart. Also from a marketing aspect for USA soccer, because let's face it, Americans don't watch soccer, or at least USA soccer. <laughs> now, I don't even watch USA soccer. If I'm watching soccer, I'm watching Europe, European soccer. I don't watch MLS. The only MLS team I watch is Atlanta United. That's it. So hey, if you want to get new viewers, this is also a great step as well. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. So I'm I'm happy that they're um helping our cause. There's a lot of people that you wouldn't expect helping our cause. So I'm just very excited about that. And like you said, the fact that soccer is the the most internationally known sport, maybe basketball behind it, but it's a it's a gap. It's definitely a gap yeah. between soccer and any other sport as far as um popularity in the world. Because um, a lot of countries live and die about their soccer. So I'm glad to see that they're taking a stance on their front to help contribute, you know, from their end as far as how the movement is going and everything like that. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely happy to see that. And shout out to Kai Jones. You already know. You already know. Already <laughs> know. What's happening, everybody? What's happening, everybody? It's pulling up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank y'all. HTTP, baby. <laughs> 
Hey, no, no, never, 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 never. But um, so yeah, that's really dope. Also, NASCAR has banned the Confederate flag. You know, the one NASCAR driver, his name is Bubba too. It sounds so funny. But um, he was asking them to do it, and he he's been protesting from the inside. Um, and now they have um voted well that they're they're now going to ban the Confederate flag. Of course, like all around the world, uh, and especially America, they're taking down like Confederate and racist statues. But um, that's really cool. I mean, NASCAR, if you had to vote, it would be the most racist sport out here doing oh, it. Oh, no question. <laughs> no question. Well, that could be horseback riding as well. Um, oh, yes. Uh, I, I say those, I say like the two American sports. If I'm watching any uh, race racing sport, I'm watching Formula One. I'm not watching NASCAR. Yeah, and, man. Uh, and it's crazy. They have it in Atlanta, too, which is the blackest city in America. Oh, but Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Everything outside of Atlanta is just not the same. And, uh, yeah, um, Kai Jones did announce in the com- comments, I was going to get to that, the NASCAR driver who left because of co- a Confederate flag ban, I actually cannot remember this guy's name at this point. Apparently, um, NASCAR couldn't either because NASCAR uh, made a tweet that was like, hey, well, it was a it was a fake Twitter post, but it was funny. When he said on Twitter he was going to leave NASCAR because they're banning Confederate flag, I think it was a fake NASCAR Twitter post that said, well, hey, we didn't even know you were you you were a driver anyway. So. <laughs> hey, so that man tried to take a stand on his uh, is, his ignorance, and nobody cared. I'm happy. The thing is, this guy's not even one of the top racers. He was like he's like a bench player. He's like the eighth man on an NBA roster. He wasn't one of the best racers. He was like one of the worst racers. So he, him retiring. Um, like it's not gonna make much of a difference. And uh, and remember last week I made this joke. Like if NASCAR was to say Black Lives Matter, I was gonna be like, okay, now I really don't believe you. And, and look what <laughs> But so there's so much stuff. There's so many things going on right now. If you mentioned it three months ago, we would have thought you were crazy as far as everything happening with the NFL donating what 250 million dollars to Black Lives Matter initiatives and. The, the fact that some police is some police uh and they show also are, predominantly white sport as well yeah 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 and if yeah yeah nfl we kind of go through it i mean the players there's a lot of black but as far as the people making the decisions i was gonna say nhl donating oh no i say nfl no no the NFL, fact okay. that nfl is out here donating oh i've never seen a member chat my boy am hunter shouts out oh, to am you have a green name that's what's up but um, yeah, man, that's that's wild. Like the whole thing, like yeah, the fact that the NFL donated two hundred fifty. Yeah, nah, NHL is definitely it's not NASCAR, but it's definitely not football or basketball. It, it, yeah, it's almost the NASCAR in terms of the demographics. Yeah, it's close. I just don't think it's as racist because NASCAR is clearly oh, no. like you can see from the guy when they banned the Confederate flag, he's like, I'm not gonna race anymore. I'm not gonna <laughs> race anymore. Damn, <laughs> my Confederate flag, I ain't racing anymore. Brent said it was, his name was George Sorrow. George Sorrow. I don't even know who I've literally never heard of. Him. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Let me let me let me uh pull out the cell phone. Let me let me just <laughs> is his name really George Sorrow? Oh, George Sorrow is supporting it. It's funny, isn't that? I'm confused. I know that's, oh no, George Sorrow is supporting it, not the guy that I'm confused. Okay. I'm very yeah, confused. yeah. I know the name wasn't George Sorrow. It was some. It was some name I wouldn't be able to pronounce. But oh, George Soros isn't it? George Soros or something? oh, it's Am Hunter Bacon. Hey, 
He owns an MSM affiliate. Oh, it isn't. Much love. My boy, AM Hunter is a member. Oh, your name got a cool thing next to it. Okay, okay, okay. He's a multi-billionaire that is running things, causing issues, and paying the yeah, police George and getting Soros. funds. Yeah, yeah, George Soros. Yeah, S-O-R-O-S. Oh, yeah, shouts out to AM Hunter. But yeah, oh, yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all that. Thank you for all that. He's an 89-year-old man. Are, are we going to take his opinion? I'm, I'm, I'm being for real. Yeah, he's out of touch. I mean, just imagine yeah, what what eighty nine year old man is doing with technology. He don't even the, know how to the, use PowerPoint. The world he's talking about race right relations. He is a billionaire, <laughs> but the world is different right now. The fact that an eighty nine year old man is supporting him just shows how to out of touch reality. Some people who support a Confederate flag is stop living in the past. The world is much more progressive now. You don't yeah, need very, any Confederate yeah. flags. I remember growing up, just seeing Confederate flag was normal to me because I seen it like on every other block in my area. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In my area, because my area is suburban. In suburban in Georgia, that's what you normally see. And I saw it. I actually never knew the significance of a Confederate flag when I was a kid. I just seen it a lot. I go to carnivals, to fairs. I see people sell it. But yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah like about it, I'm, glad, I'm glad it's out of the is glad. I'm glad it's now slowly getting out of our existence. Um, mm-hmm. Going to New York for college opened up my eyes on the significance of the Confederate flag and how it is and how bad that some people are still supporting it. Yeah, because the fact that it's, we're just used to it down here, like it's just yeah. part of life. But when you go to New York, you actually see, wait, this isn't normal. <laughs> We shouldn't be no. doing this, shouldn't be normal at all. It's not normal, and, uh, <laughs> and it's like when you grow up into that, grow up into that community, it, it make it normalizes it for you. And I'm glad the world is now seeing that. Now, the Confederate flag is sacred. Uh, I mean, Confederate flag is, is banished, so now, like, some like NASCAR, NASCAR is not even ha- having it anymore. 10 years ago, you'll see Confederate flags everywhere with NASCAR with some sports. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. Yeah, that's just how the world used to work. I'm so glad that it there they NASCAR made a move. I mean, that and that's the pretty bold for them because NASCAR they, they cost a lot of their fan base. Yeah, they're yeah, they're moving quicker than the NFL. Yeah, that's that's really bad. Because I'm sure they lost a nice percentage of their fans off of that. Oh, oh, oh yes, I know. <laughs> I, I know NASCAR fans, so I know. Yeah, I know. they may have to they may have to hire extra security. And these next few races that they have. But the fans they lost, they probably gained more fans in return. Who knows? Oh, yeah. I'm definitely, like, willing to possibly check out a NASCAR game now. As much as I'm not entertained by it, I might just watch it just to support the movement, give them the most viewed race that they've ever had in the history of NASCAR but right immediately after. Maybe that's what NASCAR wants. So... I, I did talk to you about this before the show started that Black Lives Matter right now for some companies, they're looking at, at it at like a fad. Like it's what's hot. Oh, yeah. right it's, now. it's what's cool to do. Just it's do what's it because cool it's, 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 it's what's cool to say. It's cool to market. So now you got companies or you got companies that are, uh, you know their staff is predominantly white or or you've seen them take a different stance before and say Black Lives Matter. You have NASCAR that has a reputation saying Black Lives Matter. And now it, it I think it's becoming a fad. Maybe it is a marketing ploy, but just because if it is a marketing ploy doesn't mean it's a bad thing because that means now companies, businesses in the U.S. are going to start hiring more black people in more prominent mm-hmm. positions. 
they're going to NASCAR now will be appealing to more different races. They'll be broadening their horizons. So not saying it's a bad thing, but I remember when about LGBT inclusion, how that surged up a few years ago. When you see companies, sports teams uh, adding rainbow versions of their logos for mm-hmm. LGBT inclusion. I'm seeing this right now with Black Lives Matter. But just because it might be a marketing fad, might be what's hot right now, doesn't mean it's necessarily a bad thing. That means now we can now now um, black people are going to be hired in more jobs. When you see commercials, it won't be predominantly uh, white actors. If you see shows, it won't be predominantly or white lead actors. Now you're going to see more inclusion. There was already more inclusion. Um, there was already more inclusion recently already, but now you're going to start to see more, more, more movies made by black directors. Um, yeah, and shows in and general. And it won't necessarily be like a token or like an affirmative action type of thing. It'll be like a more of a percentage instead of let's just get one. Let's get like now it's exactly. going to be more of a percentage thing. Exactly. It won't just be a quota. Now, yeah. now you're going to see a lot. It won't just be a quota. Yeah, exactly. It'll actually like matter and make a, a real impact. Hopefully we can get it to the point that like hairstyles aren't discriminated against because that's so i mean oh yeah i'm not gonna lie bro a cul-de-sac has to be more distracting than me with my locks down bro i'm sorry a receding receding cul-de-sac comb over is the most distracting haircut you can have in business there's no way my locks or somebody with waves and a nice hairline is more distracting than just cul-de-sac comb over with and just all over the place man there's just no business in the front and party in the back I've seen people in corporate places have that. If they can have that, we can have locks. We can. Man, have they had the big white things back in the 1800s. I don't want to hear nothing. <laughs> I don't. I don't, don't want to hear nothing from them. I'm so saying. I, I feel like if news comes out now about a person being discriminated against at their job for their locks or for their hair, I feel like that's going to have more backlash. And now you're going to see. Um, Probably now, probably now we'll probably get that ruling pass where jobs can't discriminate you for your hairstyle. Exactly. I know New York Ben did it like a few years ago. New York uh, came out with like a law to where you can't discriminate because of uh, hair, hairstyle, hair texture and stuff like that. I think New York's like only one of the few states, though. I I don't know if it was Georgia, but it was one southern state that um, that didn't pass that rule. I think it was Texas, probably. I'm not surprised. I Texas, Texas, yeah. I ain't Georgia, Alabama, Texas, West Virginia. You know, we up there. We up there with all of that. Yeah, the one worry I always have about growing my hair out, even though I want to get locks, I want to grow it out, is that I'm still in the process of looking for jobs. So. If I grow it out, if I actually get my hair locked, am I doing myself a disservice um, trying to get into the hiring market? And and I feel like I shouldn't have to worry about that. Like, I feel like my hair is, like, well-kept. If I fade my hair correctly, get my hair lined up, even if I have locks, it should be fine. If it's unkept, yeah. I understand that. But if it's, if it's just well-groomed, I feel like that should be okay. Yeah, so, exactly. Uh, so uh, hopefully that that gets changed. But even if even if that rule does get changed, it still is not going to affect some hiring managers' decisions. Because I mean, they, they some hiring managers can't they'll they'll say they will say they didn't hire you for a reason, but could still be for your locks even if the rule has been passed. Yeah, they might make something up like you don't have the exact skill set 
that we're looking for to fill this current position or just they're going to word it in some fancy way. So it's kind of hard to like fully attack that just like the uh, the whole Rooney rule thing in the NFL. Like it's hard to actually tackle that full on and truly solve it because it's either too much one way where you're forcing it or it's not enough, which is what has been up until like forever, basically. Yeah. What, since wasn't, forever. It, wasn't it the Raiders a couple of years ago? It was like, even like some like random black defensive backs coach or something. We knew damn well they were gonna hire um they were gonna hire Gruden as their head coach. But um they they just put some random black guy and was like, okay, let me give you an interview. All right, interview's good. Um interview's good, like ten minutes, and then after that, like got him out of here and then put Gruden on it. Knowing <laughs> well they're gonna hire Gruden when reports poke out when Gruden was still in the Monday night football broadcast that he was gonna get hired. <laughs> but just super just well, we interviewed somebody, you know, we did it, we gave you one. Yeah. Well, yeah, we got the black guy. Okay, we, we did the Rooney rule. All right, let's let's get our man. Let's get our man. <laughs> let's go get our guy, the guy we really want. Yeah. And that's but, what Amon is saying. Eric Bienemy should definitely have a job over a no lot question. of these guys. No question. No question. It's um, ridiculous, man. For, how does Cliff Kingsbury have a job with the Cardinals, but Eric Bienemy doesn't? Man, uh, offensive coordinator for the most potent offense we've ever seen at the NFL level. And Cliff Kingsbury has, you know, developed some quarterback mm-hmm. talent at the college level, but that's not the same thing as Eric Bieniemy at he the NFL offensive level. Offensive coordinator for a failing UFC t- USC team. <laughs> he gets a job in the NFL. How does that make sense? I know he he's he's been promising for the Cardinals. He's shown some flashes, but I think that's more with Kyler Murray than than anything. But exactly, Eric Bieniemy has not have a never job. been able to coach. Get it as a head coach, his defenses have been atrocious. It's mm-hmm. literally just been the quarterback and throw the ball a lot. Well, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, Jay Gruden. Yeah, how Jay Gruden get a job? Well, I think because that last name Gruden also yeah, helped. Dude, that's Gruden. That's not even particularly like any type of prejudice. That's just his last name is Gruden. That that's literally it. What were the other coaches like? Matt Ruley, um, who got hired, not not as qualified. There was another coach who like had no qualifications at all, and I just my. It escapes me right now. They just got hired recently. And then you wonder how Eric Bieniemy has not gotten hired. I know your Patriots wide receiver coach is the head coach for the Giants right now. That was yes. extremely yeah. random. The special teams coordinator, that's what you're talking about. Well, yeah. Well, he's one of the examples. But there was a head coach. But honestly, it was most of Sans Sans Ron Rivera, it was pretty much most of the head coaches that got hired that weren't qualified. <laughs> Yeah, oh, because Mike, I don't look, I'm not scared of Mike McCarthy. Take it I as a, Mike an McCarthy get another job. Yeah, hey, I, I, I was happy. I was like, yay, they got Mike McCarthy and not Eric B. Enemy. I was excited. And I don't want to hear an excuse that, oh, it could be it's Andy Reid's offense. Andy Reid is the one doing the main coaching. And how did Doug Peterson get a job? Exactly. Doug exactly. Peterson, yeah, yeah, yeah. The offensive coordinator for Andy Reid, but he has had less success. Before prior to being a head coach in the Eric B. Enemy. Exactly. Exactly. And he went on to win the Super Bowl. And like you said, he had less success with Eric, um Andy Reid than Eric B. Enemy did. Exactly. And like well, Mark Brown said, perfect. Uh, example, um Kingsbury system may get caught up to this after a year of tape. That that's true. That's true. Chip Kelly is a perfect example of that. 
Uh, these gimmick offenses are going to get, I mean, right now for the NFL, it is foreign. And even though it is becoming a trend to have these spread offenses, but that type of offense with Kings, Kingsbury, with Kingsbury could get, could get figured out. Exactly. After a year or two of game tape. Just like you're <laughs> telling Exactly, exactly. And um, oh, Derek B, I did see a text. I'm going to definitely hit you up after the stream. Just wanted to let you know that. And then Samantha asks what a cul-de-sac is. You know where the hairline is receding? It, like, starts back here, like, on the top. Like, if you look at them from the front, you think they bald, and then it's, like, something on the side. We're talking about that. That's, that's what we're talking cold. about. And that's very distracting in a workplace. That, that is very distracting. Let, let, let's say if, if one of them cul-de-sac people are giving me an interview, I can't I can't look away from that. <laughs> I'm just sitting there joning in my head, and I can't even help it. It's not even on purpose. It's not the main thing on my mind, but I just can't help but see a terrible hairline and not laugh. It's just. I'm it's, just wondering why can't you just come home? Just come home. Just go ball, bro. Right? Always go ball. Just yeah, just go home. ball, man. Just go ball. And LeBron didn't necessarily have a cul-de-sac. His is just everywhere. I don't even know what to call that. That's just the LeBron. LeBron. At least LeBron tries to rectify it, putting Rogaine or whatever he puts yeah, on Yeah, hair head. growth and stuff. Yeah, he, he got surgery on his. But we talking about the people that's just hairline start up here, and they're just cool with it. Like, they just wake up every morning like I'm getting them when they look in the mirror. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> hairline so far back. Corporate America, else. just shave it all off. <laughs> yeah, bro, just go bald, man. There's no reason to be out here looking crazy. When I when my locks start making my hairline recede, I am going bald and permanently wearing hats. You'll never see me without a hat anywhere. Even when I go to sleep, I don't care. If I have to get it surgically stitched on, I will. You're not seeing me with a, rec- a receding hairline, though, ever, ever. Mark, it's going to straight hats. <laughs> Mark Paul in the comments said, hairline so far back, it looks like it's on somebody else's head, for real. <laughs> it's for real like passing mason dixon line bro the fact that they go somewhere to get that touched up is what's amazing to me like they pay somebody to make them look that bad (laughs) (laughs) just yes man yes man (laughs) (laughs) but yeah man no that is crazy that like so many um organizations are standing up because like I briefly talked about earlier and we're going to get to it later on when we talk about the NFL rule and policy changes um at first Roger Goodell we didn't know how serious he meant he was with that apology it just seemed like he was just trying to backpedal and and you know it was the right thing to do but he didn't truly mean it but now the NFL has come out and said that they will be uh putting 250 million dollars towards um black initiatives and and their 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 main goal is to fight systematic racism and that's really important yeah i'm saying that's great and all uh that's great and all they're giving 250 million dollars uh to to the black community the black lives matter that's great but uh, to me for the nfl doesn't matter how much money they're they're donating because the nfl has endless like all kinds of capital they have (laughs) endless loads of money it's about actions they take outside of outside of money outside of donating is kaepernick going to be back in the nfl are they going to allow players to kneel just like uh mls mls is is doing with their players what actions are they going to take for this initiative outside of donating Donating, donating is what rich people do to say they're for the cause without actually saying it. What actions are they actually going to take? What proactive actions? Exactly. Two hundred fifty million is, a, is is more than a lot for us and probably people in the comments combined. But 
for the NFL, that's 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 still they didn't shit. blink. So, they didn't you blink. Know how, yeah. you know how the net worth of these owners are. <laughs> yeah, I'm still appreciative, but yeah, they that didn't hurt. That wasn't like a real big. We're really, really doing something. We're coming out of our pocket to do something that barely hurt their pockets at all. They didn't even Not blink when they did it. But I am still. I'm. I'm glad they did something better than nothing. The treatment of yeah, the we still got Kaepernick a few years ago, um, unless they unless they um try to unless they fix those actions, I don't care how much money they donate. Unless they fix those actions, trying to get him back in the NFL and trying to add inclusion or try to allow players to kneel, not let owners like Jerry Jones say if my players kneel, they're automatically getting released from the team. If they if they more proactive with that, encouraging more minority owners. Not just um, Jacksonville Jaguars owner Shai Khan, more minority owners, maybe a black owner, because I know uh, P. Diddy at one point wanted to get the Carolina Panthers. If they encourage oh, yeah. just more inclusion in general outside of outside of the athletes, that's when that's when I see them make a change. If they if the team finally signs Kaepernick, and as a Patriot fan, I would want I want the Patriots to sign Kaepernick. I would want them to. Like look who we have starting at quarterback. I would want them to sign Kaepernick. It just but yeah. <laughs> any team will sign uh, Kaepernick and any other actions that the NFL hat can do outside of just donating because anybody can donate. Anybody can donate. Exactly. Our, I are, 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 are we going to accept that? No, we're, most likely we're not. <laughs> so anybody can donate. Yeah, bro. I, I agree. Cause like and like you said, just to piggyback on what you said, like not even just player-wise, we need to have more color in positions of power, like owners and stuff like that. Not even just head coaches, positions of power like owners and and at least GMs. Let's at least start there. Oh, yes. Without draft pick compensation, too. Like just teams <laughs> actually hire uh the best candidate. And if the best candidate is African American, hire them. Exactly. I, I, I know there's an argument that says, oh, why why can't teams just hire the best candidate? Why do they have to be encouraged with a draft pick with um whatever? Well, we already put the Eric Bianami example. Because there's a lot of times that Eric Bianami by by his resume alone was the best candidate, but why wasn't he hired? So Exactly. I, I, I it's a catch twenty-two with um, these compensations with that draft pick compensation. If no one in comment, if anyone in comments that doesn't know about uh, this story, is that the NFL? I believe we're encouraging teams or will compensate teams. I believe was just at least a fourth round or fourth or third round pick if they will hire an NFL GM or an NFL head coach. And it was a catch twenty two because that's kind of sad that you have to encourage teams. You have to compensate teams that draft pit to hire a black. <laughs> the end. But at the same time is like, if, if, if we can't get hired anyways, I think we might as well accept that just so it can get hired. Yeah. It's, it's sad that, yeah, that they, but it's, they it's just to hard that. to fix. It's hard to fix. It's either too much one way or not enough. The other way It's just, it's really hard to actually solve it. Rather than it, it seems like the the way they have it set up is more of a band aid, more of an affirmative action type of thing, rather than an actual um, inclusion and equal opportunity to you know certain levels of employment. Again, like not just players, but and not even just head coaches, but GMs and ownership and stuff like that. So, but yeah, man, um, 
I we definitely got to get to these TV shows that have been getting canceled. Do you know anything about that, Shayi? Um, I'll get into that, but we do got a question. Quick question from Mark Paul: Is Ozzy Newsom still with Baltimore? I believe he is. Is he Rico? Before I just huh? <laughs> Ozzy Newsom, uh, Baltimore's owner. Oh, um, Ozzy Newsom. I don't know because he was also uh, one. Uh, it was because uh, Harbaugh, John Harbaugh, wanted to sign Kaepernick originally, but he got it revoked by Ozzy Newsom from the Baltimore Ravens. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! With the Baltimore Ravens, I'm seeing he retired in the chat. Like a check right now. I'm seeing he retired in the chat. Not Ozzy Newsome. Um, Baltimore's owner. I say Ozzy Newsome. Oh, but Baltimore's owner. Yes. Oh, general manager. Yes. Yes. Uh, he's he's a former general manager. Former former general manager. So he's not there right now. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't here. It could have been Ozzy Newsome that wanted Kaepernick signed, and then the owner rebuffed it. Yeah, the owner rebuffed it. Okay, okay. That makes a lot of sense. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, remember Lamar Jackson was at the center of the attention of the what, what GM was it that said he should be a wide receiver or something? And he was sticking to it like over and over again. They kept asking him and interviewing him. He kept saying a lot of GMs that said that. So it wasn't just one. <laughs> I think him, I forgot who it was. It was one GM that specifically, like, or owner just kept like standing on it. Like, no, this guy's a wide receiver, not a quarterback. Like he let's just see. kept saying it. This is why Google is great. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. If anyone in the comments, no, no. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ozzy. Ozzy did draft Lamar Jackson, but he did also want to sign Kaepernick at one point, too. Yes, he also did draft Lamar Jackson. That's true. But he also wanted <laughs> to sign Kaepernick. But, um, let's see. Which owner or GM? Because yeah, that, that was funny, man. Like, anytime he was asked, I think one time he even went out of his way, not even asked, and was like, no, Lamar Jackson is a wide receiver well, or a running yeah. back. A former GM. I know Bill Polian. Bill oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank but you. I remember he did say that on NFL Network that, like, yeah, he needs to be a wide receiver. And he said and it then, He said it in different situations, like, over the course of some months. I, honestly, I wasn't really a big fan of Bill Polian even before that. I think he was the first <laughs> of that great Indianapolis Colts team just because of Peyton Manning and using that for his fame as a – a very good GM, but he's not. He's not. He wasn't really. He, he just. Yeah. He just had that Peyton Manning on his team. Yeah, you'd be bailed out by winning. and Marvin Harrison and Reggie Wayne made everything good. Exactly, and I was so happy to see Lamar Jackson uh, get revenge and show him that he actually is a really good quarterback. Well, Polian had to eat his words because <laughs> look how what Lamar Jackson did. Exactly. Words. <laughs> But um, man, Shay, did you know that they're literally out here canceling police shows because of all of this is going on? Oh, what shows are they canceled? They canceled. Bro, cops canceled has been cops? canceled after over uh, thirty seasons. Oh, cops been going since the end of time. Since I was in the womb. I mean, at the end of the day, though, like if you really love that show, you can start back at season one, and you, you're good for the rest Honestly, of your life. I haven't watched that show since I was like nine. Stumbling <laughs> <laughs> upon it, like as a kid, but I haven't. I know watched of it. I know of it, but I've never watched it. But it's just insane that they they canceled it because of this, not because they were running out of material. You never run out of material for a oh, show no. like that. So um, they canceled that. They also canceled Live PD. Oh, really? 
Yeah, they not they're not playing, bro. They're getting them up out the paint, man. I, I'm I'm happy. It's 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 cool. It's cool. You know, shows that feature cops, even though they're not really the main subject, such as Law and Order, are they still? Oh, like oh, fictional oh. stuff. I'm assuming they're gonna let those rock. Okay. I don't know. Okay. I'm assuming they let. Law and even making new episodes. I just know these are still showing on TV. <laughs> and then yeah, um, and then also like you was um, let them know about the whole bachelor thing. Oh yeah. So uh, well yeah. So. For the Bachelor, it's going to be a black Bachelor. For the first time ever, we're going to have a black Bachelor. A black Bachelor. So, <laughs> he's a former college player. And also, this is where Google is great. Because I did see this on a little ticker. So, now I'm trying to get the name of that Bachelor. So, that Bachelor is that special Bachelor. <laughs> that special bet let them know that special bachelor the guy that bachelor's okay oh, prisons definitely yes cancel prisons oh yeah i had to highlight that comment yeah yeah we gotta cancel prisons yeah that, that especially for profit the whole profitable thing is what you know leads to mass incarcerations and trying to keep people in there longer than they need supposed to be all right so the special black bachelor drum roll please uh-huh is- uh-huh, uh-huh. Mike Matt James. Matt James. Who? <laughs> name is Matt Who? James. He's a 28 year old bachelor, former college athlete. For who? And ABC saying they are privileged to have Matt. Okay. <laughs> Excellent choice of words. Excellent choice of words. Who is this guy? What college did he play I for? Have what did he no do? No idea. I just, <laughs> I just had former collegiate athlete. Oh, yeah, that's how you know he wasn't a five. We could have <laughs> exactly. been considered collegiate athletes almost just from playing the tap. Exactly. <laughs> I'm trying to scroll over to see if it says what college he actually played for. I have no idea who a Matt James is. This is not Reggie Bush or um, or Mike Williams. Uh, I don't know who this guy is. Cadillac Williams is not that. I have no idea. Matt I can't, James, I can't only, put him on <laughs> I bro, I don't know who this guy is at all. I'm not even gonna sugarcoat it. But I'm happy though. I mean, you know what I'm saying black bachelor. That's cool. That's interesting. That's, that's an interesting it, way. I mean, yeah, it's, it's yeah. I mean, I don't watch the Bachelor period, but that's cool that they did that. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it'll make for a really entertaining season. I guess I don't even know who is Matt James. I'm trying to figure this out. Who is uh, nah, he? I, like what team? What team did he represent in college? What college? Did he play for? That man was balling at Tafner with us, and we didn't even know it. For real, for real. <laughs> I don't know who that guy is, but shouts out to them though. Oh, I'm, I'm on. And this is the I'm, first time they had a black guy. Twenty five. <laughs> I didn't even I'm know. Twenty five seasons. Yeah, I didn't know Bachelor was older than me. Um, oh, Wake Forest wide receiver. receiver. Okay. Yeah, that, okay, that's why. Okay. <laughs> oh, I love the fluffy in the picture. I never even noticed. Um, oh, that's wild though. Wake Forest wide receiver. Yeah, that's, that's why we why don't I know. Didn't know who he was. Wake Forest. <laughs> yeah, that that's so random. I have n- I've never heard of the guy. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not hey, even gonna sit here and sugarcoat it. Hey, get your money. Get your money. Hey, yeah, hey man. Shouts out to the Bachelor. I'm not gonna watch it, but you know, shouts out to y'all for that. You oh, know what flavor saying? of love. Hey, if flavor of love. Uh, shout out to Johnny Vargas that comment. He said, "Need a flavor of love to make a reboot." If they do make a reboot, um, yeah, I, I'm down for that. It was the best Bachelor show till this day. Yes, it was. 
Yeah, bro. I, I had no idea that thing was on for 20. That that show is as old as me, if not older. That's amazing. But that yeah, Flavor of Love was definitely the best version of The Bachelor. That show taught me no matter who you are, no matter who you look like, as long as you got money, you can get anything in life. Oh, yeah. That's an important life lesson. That's a very yeah. important. That's how me as Everybody you know, knows that before they leave high love. school. Flavor play. <laughs> yeah, that man is a different looking guy, man. I'm not even going <laughs> to. With the outfits, too. We're just yeah, about the outfits. Different well. and, and loud. He's just so loud. Yeah. <laughs> Why is he so loud? <laughs> but they, um, off New York. Oh, I didn't want to cancel top, but New York, that spinoff, which she had her own bachelor show. Oh, yeah, the girl. I yeah. have her for some memes. They use her for memes and stuff. Yo, oh, yeah, yeah. she did have a little spinoff. <laughs> but, yeah, um, definitely want to talk about some of these surprise donors for black initiatives. And I'm just talking about other people. Of course, we already know all the, like, important people that are the same color of us that donated and I don't want to give these guys on the list off more shine. I just want to talk about how funny it is that, you know, some of these people are surprises. So just want to definitely uh, preface with that, that I'm not giving these guys more shine because like, oh, they're not black and look at them. They're donating. But I just want to like look at some of the funnier people. And some of these people are black, but it's just like, ah, you know, I didn't know how they felt about this situation. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, um. Uh, first of all, you have Kanye West. He donated $2 million, and he's been really low-key in the background, hasn't said much. He Honestly, just donated not, his money and kept it pushing. I'm not surprised with Kanye. I'm really I, not. I am a little, he, was, he was scaring me a little bit, I'm not going to lie. You know what I'm saying? But he was marching in if Chicago also. At the end of the day with Kanye West, at the end of the day, he's a businessman who is not really concerned what the public thinks of him. So yeah, 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 oh, yeah, that's true. Aligned with Donald Trump, in order to attract a wider fan base, in order to make more money, Kanye West is the type of person that would do that. But I know Kanye West doing that doesn't mean he, I guess, I don't want to use the word, turn his back on the black people, but saying that he just changed his allegiances. I know he still supports, but he was just, but he's just in it for himself. This is Kanye West. He's, he's always thinking about himself. How could he benefit yeah. himself in the long run? <laughs> so, I, I didn't see him going over with Donald Trump as his way of also being a black conservative for whatnot. I just see him as being a businessman and doing what makes him the most money. Even <laughs> says that same exact thing on his live. He's he knows Kanye. He says that some people are will just align themselves with certain people that normally you wouldn't align yourselves with just so they could get money and they don't care about public opinion. Definitely not a good thing. But I definitely see what you're saying where you're not surprised that he donated. Uh, um, it could be because of PR reasons and stuff like that. Yeah. Public yeah, relations and PR stuff. Reasons, but I'm saying that's actually more because why he aligned with Trump. Well, well, why he aligned with Trump was more of a power move and that he does actually he actually does care about the black community. It's just that mm -hmm. Elon Trump more as a, more as a power move. And okay. uh, Jason says Kanye is a super sellout. LOL, 2002 Kanye was legit. But 2020 Kanye is, is trash. But 2020 and 2002 Kanye, even though I like to separate them in terms of music terms when, when I'm telling someone what's my favorite artist, they're the same person. The only difference is one has much more money than the other. So one, <laughs> 2020 Kanye just has more power and more freedom than 2002 Kanye. 2002 Kanye was still trying to make a name for himself. 
2020 Kanye is established as a mu musical legend, as a as a businessman. So he's just doing whatever he wants. Yeah, yeah he went. I know. I know he went off the deep end after his mother passed away. He went off the deep end a little more, but they're still kind of the same person. Uh, Talib Kweli, he actually did came to St. John's, both of our colleges. This is when I was a freshman. Uh, he had a seminar. I didn't listen to it, but one of my friends did, and they asked him. This is this is when Kanye was starting to go on to the downturn, and and one of my friends asked Talib Kweli a question. Um, um, did you always suspect Kanye to be this way? And Talib Kweli said that Kanye West was always this way. It was just that before when he came out, we just didn't see him as much. Mm -hmm. We didn't know about him as much. We just knew his music. We knew about him as much. But Talib Kweli said, like, Kanye was always that type of character. He was always a guy who was narcissistic. He was always a guy who was very self-centered. It was just that the difference between then and present day is just he didn't have the money. He didn't have the <laughs> power to express that. He didn't have as much of a spotlight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know he's an interesting character he definitely is a definitely in, there's no other Kanye. there would never has been a kanye there will never be another kanye <laughs> yeah I, I agree i agree well i expect um, music uh i will say i'll be that cutthroat as a businessman i would definitely not be like him but i i just see it that way i just see it that way mm, i see what you're saying yeah where sometimes you do have to make moves that look a little funny if it's, you know, more profitable. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I'd say one of the reasons why he became a billionaire could be aligning himself with that. If he is mm -hmm. a billionaire from, from the news I hear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They did announce that he was officially a billionaire some recently. I do remember that. I forgot all about that, too. Um also, I mean, John Cena been rocking with us, but you know what I'm saying? He donated oh, yeah. one million. That was pretty funny to me. Um, Lady Gaga donated an unknown amount. Uh, Captain America, the guy who plays Captain America, donated an unknown amount. Um, oh, the K-pop group BTS donated a milk. Uh, Koreans have been rocking with us the long way throughout this oh, whole yeah. thing. Like oh, when yeah. they started spamming White Lives Matter, but putting a whole lot of Korean content so that white uh, or All Lives Matter, whatever it was, so that whenever you t looked up those things on like Twitter or Instagram. All you got was Korean stuff. Like they just basically spammed it. Like this is basically what you're doing to black people. So shouts out to Korea for uh, really rocking with us the long way this whole time. Yeah, K-pop is 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 has been like the biggest thing in music. So yeah, shouts out to them. Shouts out to BTS. Yeah, so and they they um they have really good sampleable music because the way their music is designed, like they have a lot of beautiful melodies and no percussion for like the first five to ten seconds on most of their songs. So it's easily sampleable. Like you can literally just take a melody from them and make the whole it. beat. Yeah, Honestly, man. I, I think I need to start listening to K-pop. I, I have a couple cool. of friends that actually review it on their YouTube channels, TRC Podcast, but I need to start, mm. start listening to that. That's what's, yeah, I, I only know it because I literally go to them for samples. Like if I if I won't feel like making a beat, which is it hasn't it's been a while, but if I feel like making one, I'll go to them for like inspiration because I could easily just get a really fine melody and then just go from there. Okay. I mean, yeah, that sounds that sounds really creative. Actually, does sound like a real creative way to sample. Yeah. Hey, if I made these, I'll probably do the same thing too. And my mom is definitely right. A lot of stuff that Asians do musically is literally just some type of like um rendition of what we used to do. Like a lot of oh, their yeah. they literally sound like TLC, but with 
with Japanese words or Korean words on yeah. it type of if thing. If you listen to Japanese rap, it's definitely like a, like a late 90s, early 2000s style, like technical rap. Yeah, like new job is and stuff like that. It's got the mellow beats too. Yeah, exactly. I, 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 I listen to some Japanese rap. Even though I don't understand what they're saying, it's, it's still like, it's still It flow. just sounds nice. Yeah, it's it sounds very good. nice sonically, yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, they I mean a lot of the stuff they got, I mean they, they rap on trap music like the OG Mako sound, they rap on that all the time. Again, they sound like like you said, like the earth the nineties rap, like Talib Kwali and stuff. They also they super sound I mean, they literally sound just like TLC and uh all of those type of people, that that era of R and B and stuff. It's crazy. Like they it. literally and then of course they have their K pop, which is like the more fast paced, a lot going on music. But um yeah, shout out shouts out to them, man. It's definitely shouts out to them for um not only donating money, but taking over the I think it was either White Lives Matter or All Lives Matter hashtag. They literally took it over. It was just straight Korean stuff going on. Hey, it, it was oh uh, uh, sorry to cut you off, Rick. I wanna say like y'all in the comments, y'all gotta diversify your music. Hey, Let them hey diversify hey, your palette. That's the exact sentence. For real. <laughs> your new job is used to be crazy back when uh, back in high school. Oh, I think they job. were Chinese though. Yeah, New Jobs, they were nice. I like their music. Um, let me see who else. Dip, the, the guy who plays Deadpool, G Easy. I mean, he's Oakland, he's a rapper, so that makes sense. Oh, Michael Jordan, you know what I'm saying? He was he, you know, a little 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 bit like I don't know. He public he donated relations. 100 million dollars. So. Public relations. He got he got put himself in good light right now. Fresh off last year. <laughs> if he didn't yeah, say anything, no fool be vocal. He knew that. So um yeah. So he donated 100 million, which is almost half of what the NFL donated all together. So that's pretty dope. Yeah. I'm, yeah, yeah, but again, I'm, it's not biting his pockets I, like that. I mean, I'm, he is I'm the only Jordan. Did it. Jordan. I'm glad Jordan did it, but still, a hundred million to him is yeah, I sneeze. Mean, like Jordan sneeze. But, he um, could drop that could fall out his pocket. He not yeah. turn around. I don't want to make it seem like I'm discrediting what they're donating. I, oh, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. And mm-hmm. yeah, of Jordan, course. From what he said in the documentary, maybe he has learned from from when he was playing that he has to. He's a public figure. And he's st- even even at his age right now, he's still the, one of the biggest public figures ever in the world. So mm-hmm. what you say and what you do carries weight. So I'm glad he's finally realizing that. Exactly. It could exactly. be populations, but I don't know. But maybe he finally realized that, look, I need to say something. Because LeBron's been saying it. LeBron's been doing something since the beginning of time. Um, LeBron now, he wants... Um, shots up to LeBron. He's putting he put Georgia on the map. So oh, you talking about with the with the uh voting system, yeah. everything that was going on? Yeah, yeah. yeah man. Shouts out for, to LeBron for that. For anyone in the chat, I know we got most people outside of Georgia. Um, yeah, voting voting for the primaries was this two was this past Tuesday. And the problem with Georgia was that um all the lines were extremely long. Well, in certain areas were extremely long. Certain areas that had predominantly a black population mm-hmm. were the lines. Um, the lines were extremely long. Some voting machines were messed up. This same thing happened in the governor's race with Stacey Abrams, who could have been the f- first black female governor for Georgia and, and Kemp. It had this same this same thing happened, and it happened again this past Tuesday. So uh, LeBron, LeBron, uh, LeBron put that on Twitter. He's like. 
Hey, he he put he said he he shot he said to Georgia like we gotta stop having um you gotta stop having these long lines for these for these for these areas for these concentrated black areas. You gotta stop having these long lines. You gotta make it fair for everyone. He called out Georgia on that. So shots of LeBron James. On exactly, that. man. Yeah, uh, bro, it's crazy how they're treating Georgia because my cousin, luckily, she already voted. But she literally got the, the the piece of mail that tells you where you can vote at yesterday. Election already done. You can no longer vote. So they're just yeah, it was just so many off. systematic things like that that they were doing to, you know, make our vote count less. Like it gets yeah. the least amount of people out of minority areas to vote, making the lines longer with the way they set up their polling machines and having some of them broken and all of that type of stuff. So, yeah, they they, they tried to discourage us and, you know, they tried to do whatever they could. To uh, decrease our vote, and I'm pretty sure they got a few people. You know what I'm saying? Because if my cousin didn't just go ahead and be proactive enough to vote early and just waited until she found out in the mail sheet of paper where she could vote, then she would have been a lost vote. So yeah, that, that's to, crazy. I had to look up myself. I didn't know I had to drive 30 minutes to Powder Springs to vote. <laughs> I, yeah, I man. I had to just go across the street to vote. Well, I had to drive, but um, someone making a post about Whitlock. I haven't been listening to Whitlock at all. I already know what he's gonna say, uh, and I've, I canceled Whitlock a long time ago. Oh, he yeah, he's the I, he has to be the biggest Uncle Thomas in the sports. Oh, uh, oh no question. No I can't question. even think of a close second like no that. There's question. some other guys, but Jason Whitlock is definitely at the top. Honestly, I can't even look at Marcellus Wiley the right way for even work agreeing to working with him. Yeah, I, I looked at that. I was like, you actually gonna work with this man and let him say yeah. that in front of I you? Yeah, I felt weird about him after that. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah. I'm so glad he's gone. I'm glad there's Whit- one more voice. Whitlock is what will be one of the people you would see that I occasionally see walking around Atlanta with a "Make America Great Again." He's like one of those Trump plants. Like he'll put a black person in "Make Uncle America Ruckus. Great Again" hat. Yeah, I could. Yeah, Uncle Ruckus. Uncle Ruckus I can see Jason Whitlock. Whitlock. I, I hear that. I, I hear that Uncle Ruckus music playing when Jason Whitlock is on air. I just hear that playing in my ear when Jason Whitlock's on there. Yeah, man. I'm honestly a really simple man. When I see Jason Whitlock, I change the channel. Oh, yeah. It's, it's I, very easy. After I'm done watching soccer on Fox, and when I see Jason Whitlock show, I'm changing the channel. I'm, I'm not watching And I will that. only look at videos that like are posted by somebody else, and they're talking about how bad his opinion is. But I will not go to Fox on YouTube to give them the view. Not at all. To watch anything he says. It has not to be all. from a third party. Because I'm not, I feel like my view, even me just watching it, is slightly supporting what he's saying. Because he's like, oh, okay, I said this, and I got 3 million views from it. So I'm going to keep doing it. So, yeah, I just refuse to watch anything he did. I refuse to support it in any way, shape, or form. Give it any attention, anything. Yeah, honestly, honestly, I don't even know what Whitlock said along this matter. And I really don't care because oh, yeah, I, I really don't really want to stay. So it's gonna be something. It's there's yeah. gonna be something. It's just all it only the only thing it's gonna do is make us sad. Um oh also um Leonardo DiCaprio. The only reason that's really funny is because you know he played the slave owner in, in, uh, in Django, which is a really good movie. But, I don't um, even watch the movie yet, believe it or not. Oh, you gotta know Django is like a really good movie. Like I haven't watched one of those movies Avengers. that movie critics love, like the super serious movie critics that analyze camera angles and and acting and and dialogue and stuff. Like it's one of the movies that you'll love, even as like a super duper movie critic type of guy. 
I believe it, but I'm just I get I guess I'm just too lazy to like go out and watch a movie. I don't I don't go out to the movie theater unless I'm on a date. So I don't go out to the movie theater, and um, I'm just too lazy to, huh? You can watch it online for free somewhere. You know what I'm saying? You know, I yeah. stay with the links. And, 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 and I don't <laughs> want to get a virus on my laptop. So I feel that. I can't be yeah, mad at so that. I'm, I'm too lazy to even search for the movie online. So if it's on Netflix and I feel like watching the movie, because I'm the type of person, I don't even like watch like movies. I I can't yeah, I'm not watch really a movie person for three either. hours straight. I yeah, follow struggle. No matter if the movie's good or not. Unless it's like, yeah. unless it's like out of my seat good. Um, like, yeah. Um, into the Spider Verse, uh, the that, oh, that movie was, was fantastic. Yeah, that, that was great. That that kept my attention hundred percent. That was a great. I've only seen that once. Too. I got to rewatch it. Oh yeah, I got to rewatch it. I did love Get Out, Black Panther. Oh, yeah, I liked good. it. I honestly don't hate me, but I feel like it was overrated. But I did like it. Um, Creed, I love. Well, I love Rocky Balboa movies, so I love anything Rocky. Same thing with Creed as well. Creed two wasn't as good as Creed 1, but that was just because it was Creed. That was the only one of the few movies that kept my attention from Mm -hmm. uh, start to end. Yeah, I'm not really a movie person either. I understand. I have a short attention span. I'm one of those people that always has to be multitasking and doing stuff, so I understand. Um, And then, oh, um, Take That said it's on Netflix, and Mark Paul said, don't hate the actor, hate the character. Oh, we don't hate him. I love Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm just saying it's funny. I'm saying it's just funny that he played a slave owner in a movie. But he's one of the people that's donating while a lot of other people aren't. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. the part. I'm that's the point I'm making. That is hilarious. Um, you also have strong jaw Angelina Jolie. She donated two hundred thousand. <laughs> um the Twitter CEO donated donated three mil. Um, uh, I forgot somebody's um not Snapchat. Somebody did something. I forgot. I have, I'm gonna have to look it up later on probably talk about it the next time but they did something oh seth rogan our guy you know he's always sticking up for us he's been on social media arguing against racist people like literally just in comment sections on twitter and instagram just arguing and he donated to uh bail out some minnesota protesters but uh, he's been literally on social media just arguing with people and like not even like presenting facts he's literally just cussing them out like you suck <laughs> like you're you're a terrible person person f you all that type of stuff like he's not even trying to convince somebody to stop being racist he's just mad at them so anybody <laughs> who likes uh wrestling in the attitude era um kevin nash um he's doing the same exact thing too he's arguing with people <laughs> left and right explaining why black lives matter he is defending us a hundred percent so shouts out to kevin nash of yes, NWO. Sir, yes, sir. yeah so shouts out to kevin nash uh, and like I said, Seth Rogen donated to uh, bail out, help bail out some of the Minnesota protesters. So that the main character from The Office, um, he also donated to bail out some of the Minnesota protesters. And then my last one that I have on my list is um, the NFL with the $250 million that they uh, did it to combat systematic racism. And again, um, the money is nice, but I'm just the thing I'm most happy about is what they're focusing on. They're not donating to just to just random organizations like here, we're just giving you some money, figure it out. Their their main objective is to combat systematic racism, which is like really important because that will help a lot of other things. Like that's like a the top of the tree and then the roots will spread to help other situations going on. So I'm happy about that. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm happy about that too. Have you also heard that they might be defunding the police as well? Yeah, yeah, there's um like literally, I think Minnesota is gonna get rid of the police. 
Um, there's a lot of places that are gonna stop funding the like stop increasing like the budget or, or whatever. Or you mean just like financially? Where they're literally gonna go to like a public safety in Minnesota. Like it's not gonna be the police at all. Yeah, they say that's what they really? they promised it. They haven't done it, but they've said they're gonna they promised that's, they're that's gonna do wild. it. Wild. I actually didn't hear Bruh, about that. I've never even heard about that. I mean, but at the end well, of the day, you I really don't need like, police. John public safety they're gonna have that. <laughs> oh yeah, St. John's public university safety. public safety. <laughs> yeah but um but um what's it call it yeah so they're they're moving to do that and then um places um because like when when i went to morocco when i studied abroad they had no police no military no anything everybody just lives their lives i mean people maybe do stuff illegally like that. sell weed and stuff that was like the worst they did but nobody was really killing people they were just chilling in morocco so you don't need a police you don't like absolutely need one um, I feel and it's definitely seems like the best idea would be let people police their own communities rather than one police force doing everything, especially like my mom oh. um, told me about like this shouldn't be um, my mom said that somebody else said that there shouldn't be police handling every situation. If there's somebody that's mentally weak, like, you know, gone, they should have a psychiatric type of people to go help that exactly. person. If there's a military person, something wrong with him, they should send like military personnel. They can understand things like that. It shouldn't be police 911 for everything. Any noise complaint, it should be like some other way to handle that other than police with guns pulling up. You know what I'm saying? So um, it should definitely be another way. The police definitely needs to be minimalized. And so Minnesota is trying to get rid of their police altogether. And then there's other places. Um, It wasn't New York, but it was like some other random northeastern city. And I think somewhere in Cali, they're going to stop raising the budget. So whatever budget is going to the police currently that's how much they're going to get paid like forever. So they're going to stop increasing the budget yearly. They always increase the budget. Yeah. So they're going to stop doing that. Like why, why, why do you always have to increase the budget? Like what more <laughs> do need? Yeah, bro. It's, it, it's so they definitely need to <laughs> delegate everything to the right personnel. They can handle that situation the best. And yeah, the police thing, I, I'm glad they're uh, defunding a lot of them. Um, I saw New York, they had like a whole, like, I forgot some speech, like the head of police in New York with a lot, a lot of police officers behind them had some speech that was just so bad. Like everything he was saying was just wrong. Like, uh, but like somebody memed it, like after he would say something, they would show a video of the police doing something bad. Yeah, it was hilarious. He was like, we don't yeah. we don't promote violence. Then they show a clip of a policeman hitting an innocent girl, like literally NYPD every clip. And he's like, um, it's like back and forth over and over again. We don't this. And then they'll show him a clip of them doing that. We don't this. And then they'll show a clip of them doing that. It's funny. It's, it's like a commercial. The, the nose is getting longer. Yeah, yeah, basically. It's, it's terrible. It's some some swole little short buff NYPD police officer guy. It's hilarious. I gotta find it. It was on Twitter somewhere. But yeah, man, um, there's a lot of there's a lot of change going on that we just couldn't accomplish and even think of trying to accomplish until all of this has gone down. Like this is definitely something different. This is something new. The world won't be the same um, afterwards. I mean, because we even have other countries with us: Paris, Germany, the UK. Um, Asia, like there's people rioting everywhere because now it's gone from mm -hmm. it being a black American issue to oh, it's, it's all of our issue type of thing. Worldwide. Yeah, everybody feels it. So, and yeah, bro, NYPD is definitely the worst. NYPD is the most dangerous gang in New York. 
Because New York is. is definitely a safer place, like gang wise, like blood and crip wise. Like you, you're cool. Like I walk around New York with two headphones in a lot of the times. So I won't do that in Atlanta, and I'm from I Atlanta. Could, I could walk in New York at 4 a.m. and I'm not worried. And yeah, I'm so, not. Yeah, I wouldn't even do that on. in Atlanta. I'm I, not doing that. that I've done that 4 a.m. Don't do that down here. Yeah, don't, hey, do not. You definitely here. something gonna happen to Over you. Here, just don't know you. Yeah, man. So New York is really safe, like the the typical way that people consider crime and violence. But NYPD is rampant. I mean, I've been in train stations. They've had assault rifles, and they have the strictest gun laws in the country. Yeah, and yet they had uh, the police had assault rifles in the train stations. Why? And why do police officers need that? Need those guns to handle like people like us? I I, I would hope it was for terrorists and not just for somebody jumping over the the rail because they didn't feel like paying their metro. I would just hope. I I would just hope it's terrorism prevention or something. But yeah, New York, yeah, the NYPD, bro, it's, it's they're the, like I always say, they're the worst gang in New York. But Easily the most dangerous safety, gang in New York. Public safety are, are just retired police officers. Well, at least I don't want to be ignorant, but um, at least in St. John's University, we're just po- retired police officers. Yeah, a lot of them were. So, and some of them so, were cool, but some of them were definitely weird oh, and tripping. Oh, yeah. Um, So we got, well, me and a couple of two of my other friends, Um, two of my other African-American friends, well, black friends, I don't like to say African-American, my black friends got stopped <laughs> and frisked by public safety officers in St. John's. We were going to a soccer game, just a, a, a college soccer game, while my when my friend shots out to Ryan from England. Um, my He's Caucasian. He didn't get stopped and frisked at all. It was just me and two other people, Evan, Evan, uh, mm-hmm. our mutual friend, we know him, and Brandon. We both, we all, we all got searched. Make sure we had everything. <laughs> but Ryan, Ryan, our Caucasian English friend, just went, just walked through, and he, he was mad for us. So he was mad yeah. for us. And the fact he got searched for a soccer game, and this was public safety. So, not that's well, it could be Minnesota, it could be different, but it's not always a good thing. Yeah, but I guess oh, they got less awesome. energy. So if if you if you are in a getaway chase, you can go to one twenty. Probably won't be able to catch you. So I guess that. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but also they're um working on laws like they have the I believe her name was the Brianna Law, where like you can no longer just knock on people's doors, just walk in and shoot them. Like that's a thing now. Like um, there's different why, laws why being passed. Why, why was that accepted anyways? <laughs> yeah, why, why was that a thing? Yeah. There's a lot of laws where it's like, this is now just becoming a law. What have we been doing before then? <laughs> yeah. So there's a lot, there's like, there's various forms of that where they're changing laws and the way the police polices in the way that like it's less dangerous for us you know it's not fixed but you know we're taking steps in towards the right direction so no more people getting their doors knocked on and people getting shot and the officers not going to jail (laughs) no more of that hopefully less of it at least less of it at least um but yeah man that's that's basically you got anything else to say about how everything's changing before we go to this nfl rule and policy changes hey we i'm just saying we are in a revolution right now just even uh doing my daily walks i'm just seeing black white hispanic people um with signs that say black lives matter uh equal rights and just any just anything of the sort 
are we are in history books right now. We are getting written Man. history. So there's never I'm, been this I'm much just, change. That's I'm without a doubt. Think, yeah, I think this is the yeah this is the most change I've seen for for uh, black issues in my whole lifetime so far. My twenty seven exactly. years. For a on lot it. of people, I think just period. This is the most we've just accomplished as far as just top to bottom. It's not just. Um, here y'all are allowed in certain restaurants now like it's like reform within businesses and like we were talking about earlier with they they're gonna hire a higher percentage of um colored people and stuff like um people of color i hate colored people just sounds like 40s black people i'm talking about like not just black people but spanish and everybody now i'm um, all minorities that's probably the best word for it so um hey. Hey, you know what? We might be able to get jobs now in sports. Yeah, we might be. Able to, yeah, probably you probably get hired now. Let's go. Probably gonna get hired. <laughs> probably gonna see us on ESPN now. People in the comments, we, we won't forget about y'all. Shouts out, yeah, man. Shouts, shouts out to these issues. <laughs> yeah, bro. It, yeah, and it, and like uh, Vincent is talking about, uh, several be equal really wasn't that long ago. It, it's really wild that like our grandparents lived through literally. um that that lived through things that like we um that that you just wouldn't believe people lived in yeah and and say this is probably like the most progress we had since those times because i'm only been yeah for 27 years but to me it feels like that's been the most progress we had since those times yeah definitely yeah definitely i mean i mean slavery was was the biggest thing i would say Segregation was like I don't even know we would be without those times, like the forties, fifties, and sixties. Thank goodness we we they they did that for us. And then now this is like the next big thing that's going to be in the history books, the twenty twenties, basically. Yeah, so I'm I'm just so glad for it. Um, and I was making this a uh, post um, when I did continue about what is freedom. Um, someone in my comments said that there won't be freedom. Um, there still won't be freedom just as long as the, the current structure is the way it is. I'm saying like, hey, it might not be complete freedom in our lifetimes or at least complete equality in our lifetimes because um, like separate but equal, we, we're still not even 100 years removed from the segregation era. Mm-hmm, so exactly. like, think about it. It still wasn't that long ago. We probably weren't alive for it, but it still wasn't that long ago. There's still a lot of people on this earth that are. Mm-hmm. Um, there's at least 10%. There's still at least like 13% people on this earth that been here from segregation time. So, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. it, wasn't, it wasn't that long ago. And Smoke Jam said we missed ago. the entire 80s and 90s. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot going on then, too. They did a lot. I mean, even just the emergence of rap music meant a lot. But I'm just talking yeah. about this is just bigger and more impactful, honestly. I mean, but rap music has helped a lot because one of my friends from Kentucky, his whole family is racist. I mean, he's from West Kentucky. Uh, he's from East Kentucky, which is like literally basically the cousin of West Virginia. And like his family is right. His parents, everybody. He's not because he grew up listening to rap music. So he basically learned like, OK, I like this music. I, I have to like the people that oh, make it. So it's kind of a generational thing also. And rap music helped us in certain ways like that, reaching areas where black people are just never seen because. My friend from East Kentucky, like literally no black people anywhere in in the city at all. But he even though he was taught to not like black people because of rap music, he's like, these people have to be somewhat. All right. You know what I'm saying? And then he grew up and then now he's, you know, just a normal human being, not racist or anything. Doesn't see color chilling. That's great to hear because yeah, when rap started out, that was like 
really well that's in sports where like um, the main platforms for black people to make a name for themselves so i say for uh rap music it was that that was like the main platform for black people that to get to to speak that to have a voice was rap music so once well at least how I found out mostly about police brutality in the 90s and 80s was from rap music alone. So rap music can tell you so much what's going on in the world from a black person's then, perspective. Exactly. So I'm, 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 I'm glad to even hear that story. That That's great. That's great. And, but now with social media, all of us have a voice, not just rappers, not just mm. ball players. Like all of us have a voice. Me and you have a voice. Everybody in the comments have a voice. So mm-hmm. So someone who also grew up with a racist family, like I say, like I said this before, like the younger generations, they are our key to this. They are the ones that are going to, that are going to be less racist overall like, as a community because yeah. they have the opportunity to hear people like us. They have an opportunity to read from people like us. They have an opportunity to see people like us, not just on TV, but like through their phones, through their laptops. So, and not just confined to the area that they live in. Exactly. They have access, they have access to the whole world from their phones. So they're not just confined to the people uh, that they just see in their area. Exactly, exactly. Oh yeah, yeah everyone, everyone, everyone. Yeah, yeah, they definitely everyone. do. But I'm, I was basically saying like, he doesn't, he's not prejudiced. Like he, he basically like, hey, these, I can be cool. Even though he, even into, even before he even met a black person in person he was like these are some cool people like when i finally see a black person i'm you know i'm not gonna hate them like my parents have taught me to type of thing you know yeah you know what i'm saying and now he's normal at first he he was like a normal person in our party chat for years and you never would have thought he was raised like that he was one of us basically oh so you actually like know him personally i just thought you uh yeah no that no that's my boy i met him through 2k on xbox i've known him i actually heard from him before yeah, he he was he was with us NBA 2K15 through like 18, I think. Maybe 18, yeah. So he was with yeah. us for like a, a few years. Yeah, social political movements as well. That they also had a voice as well. But for yeah. someone who didn't listen to the politics side as well, rap was also a good another alternative. Exactly. It was like a like a not a watered down version, but it was easier it was easier on the ears for people to listen to. That's how you would get non-black people to hear what we're trying to say and the thing about the that broke stamps is those people you're not going to find any of them on the history books so like say for me growing up i had no idea who who uh farrakhan who abdul muhammad were at all just from growing up Yeah, you have to go find out yourself yeah yeah definitely yeah it took me a while to even find out who malcolm x was till i was a teenager to find out who michael x was because they were not in the history books so at least with rap, uh, at least with rap, with something that's a little bit more accessible, you don't have to like search for it. Yeah. So rap, I think, was the easiest way for I guess like I say the generation before social media to like find black people that have a voice. And then once you hear about Farrakhan, once you hear about other people, Marcus Garvey, once you hear about of those people from those songs, then you could go look them up. Exactly. And my grandma, hi grandma, she has a good point. The way like we even cuz um Stephen uh not Stephen, Skip Bayless was talking about this with Shannon Sharp like when when they first started integrating schools back then, it was kind of like it wasn't done in a way that was actually very beneficial. Sure they let black people come in, but 
or they um, white people started going to black schools, but that didn't necessarily mean like the black people in them was supported well enough. They didn't they didn't receive equal funding. You know, what I'm saying they, they, you know, they allowed people to, you know, mix it up racially, but that didn't necessarily mean they were going to put more money into the predominantly black schools and stuff. So, um, yeah, good. That's a great point, Grandma. God, Skip Bayless was literally talking about that on uh, with with Shannon Sharp recently. I think yesterday or the day before that. And um, so yeah, man, I, I'm just glad that we it's it's huge progress because when first coronavirus first came out, I never knew that this was going to happen. Like we did not know. A month ago, any of this was about to happen. And um, and uh, it sucks that somebody had to, another person had to die to make it happen. But at least finally there's some actual real change, real momentum. Because like you said, you can go on a walk tomorrow. There's going to be people protesting. This was not just a, a flash. Everybody's angry today, maybe tomorrow. And then after that, we're done. This is a consistent every day, all 50 states internationally, um that the people are protesting and of different colors too so yeah I, this is definitely a huge um movement and I, i'm very happy to see it yeah yeah me too me too as well seems like yeah. every week we're having a, a like progress and great updates uh i can't wait to see what happens next week exactly oh, i still can't believe minnesota won't have a police Oh yeah, that, that, that promise. Now I gotta talk to my been done. About that. She lives in Minnesota. I gotta talk to her about that. I want to see if she yeah. knows. <laughs> yeah, it's a promise. It's not a guarantee. It's a promise. It's a promise. Well, who knows? Hopefully, no. They but is the to their communities. We had to get up earlier, go home later, and our best represent their communities instead of our own. Oh yeah, that is a thing too. When they first started integrating, um. Um, allowing people to um, come together, be in the same schools and everything and mix it all up. Um, even later than that, like 90s, probably still now, a lot of the times they'll take the the better of the black people and then send them to a better school, like in a predominantly white area. And then now that that person represents that area. He doesn't represent the area he lives. He represents the area where he goes to school. So when people ask where he's from and like um, where he gained his education and everything, it, it, it looks like he's from that predominantly white area and stuff like that. And he's not from where he's actually from. So that's another, uh, yeah. you know, that's another um, problem, that, an unexpected problem that, you know, you couldn't foresee. But it's definitely a real thing and definitely still happens to this day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like like you said, that still happens to this day. I actually have a couple of friends that that has happened to as well. So, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, even um. Was it the show with that? The show with All American. <laughs> That's perfect example. I don't know if uh, you watched I haven't even All seen that yet. No, well, I haven't watched American it. All American is based on well, the, loosely based on his current and well, current NFL former NFL player's life. Um, he was a star. He was a star athlete for his school, Crenshaw. But then he moved to in California. But then he moved to a different school, uh, like much more proper, uh, wider school in california so he could play football so he could help them win but he had to travel a little bit further get up get up a little bit earlier even though it was for a different reason was for football but that that's kind of the same thing how some black people uh face with when they go through a different area Mm -hmm. okay i've heard it's a really good show and i have to check it out i just don't really like you like i don't watch movies i don't really watch tv i don't watch shows i don't watch cartoons i've been slowing down on anime i'm just gonna go out my way to watch a whole full-blown movie i could watch an hour tv show then think about when i watch the next one or just wait another time i'm literally nothing it's literally 
he he um literally just like um what's it call it he uh um no i mean my fault <laughs> i got distracted i was reading the comments um but i'm just the type that i just prefer to play video games it's literally video games or my tv isn't on so i don't catch movies, shows or nothing yeah so that's if i get yeah, a show on book two then i'll do then i'll watch yeah yeah okay um what's it call it so now if you're ready, we could talk about this um, this NFL rule changes and policies because it's actually pretty random and interesting. The NBA is the most interesting because they're closer to coming back, so we know more about how it's gonna work. Yeah, and I we are, you know, yeah, you already know. Like last time when we talked about the NBA, like teams may be able to like the higher seeded teams may be able to choose like what opponent they have in the first round, stuff like that, or they might have a priority on hotel. We're gonna get to that when we get to the NBA though. But for the NFL. They announced that there will be no on-field practices in June, period. But they are considering earlier training camps and maybe a shortened preseason so that training camps can last longer. They'll have more time to um so that, that you know they can have more time to prepare, especially us, because we have the we have to have the youngest quarterback wide receiver group as a combo in the league and then new head coach, new offensive coordinator, and new defensive coordinator. If anybody needs a training camp. And as much time to prepare as uh, as it's us, we're definitely the team that needs it the most. So I'm hoping we can get something. But I'm also on the side like, don't rush it. Don't risk player safety, coaches safety, staff member safety, all of that, just to rush and bring people back. Well, I mean, we'll figure it out. You know, what I'm saying even if we have an off season this year because of coronavirus, we'll bounce back 2021. Also, um, it's said that the NFL will lose roughly 5.5 billion dollars this season alone if they play without fans. So that's, that's really interesting. They're going to find a way to play with fans. Oh yeah. yeah. They're going to they get them in there. They're going to find a way. <laughs> if they got to make seats far apart, they're going to do that. Whatever hey. it's going to take, they're going to do that. Yeah, man. <laughs> they're going to do whatever it's, you seen wonder, that, uh, I think it was Korean that. baseball. They had uh stuffed animals in the crowd or something like that. <laughs> You haven't seen that? They literally have stuffed animals in the crowd everywhere, just taking up space. And my first thought was, first of all, who bought that many stuffed animals? Whose job was it to fill up almost every seat? Hey, stuffed, stuffed animals, animals ain't cheap. It ain't cheap. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying, whose job was it to place all those stuffed animals? And then whose job was it to pick them all up after the game? Or are they just leaving them there for the next game? And it wasn't even like people. They didn't even try to make it all people. It was like bears, bunnies, literally just things to take up space and not have empty seats. What is it? It's crazy, bro. It was wild. It was, they it was wild. A lot I think they got fined for it. You said today what? Do they attract a lot of children? Like I don't, I don't see animals? what the benefit is of that is. Just literally to not have empty seats. Bro, there was no get, crowd noise. Americans at that point. Yeah, you literally might as well get mad, I guess. But uh, stuffed animals are cheaper, I guess. I don't. Hey, I. It was crazy. I don't. I still am confused. I'm. I think so. I think they got fined for it or something. Because I don't think it's the whole league. I think one team did it, and they got fined. So it was something like that. They had some type of punishment for doing it for some reason. Just filling up the whole stands with stuffed animals, like all the way around. I I think fake crowd <laughs> noise is better. <laughs> yeah, easily. I prefer empty seats with noise than full seats and no noise. Like that, that was just right. a waste of money and time. That reminded of the Atlanta Falcons and make the joke that they're the last team that should be talking about fake crowd noise. Since uh the Falcons <laughs> were guilty of pumping that in into Georgia Dome. 
<laughs> uh, wild fans were there. there. Yeah, wild fans were there too. That's oh, the yeah. crazy thing. Because they don't really have to have fans supporting their team that much. At least when they're yeah, losing, man. they don't support them. So poor Atlanta, bro. I, I feel for Atlanta sports, man, because they are the most fair weather fan. Unless it's Georgia, super like the, the college team is super fair weather. Hawks, Falcons. Boy, let them lose for like a couple of years in a row. There's going to be nobody at those games. A couple uh, years. fans. Let them get a three-game losing streak in the NFL. <laughs> you're not going to have many fans come up to the next game. Yeah, but Redskins fans think we had it bad last season where it seemed like our home games were away games. But y'all haven't seen Atlanta sports, bro. It's no, really working, like bad. Working Falcons games. Oh, well, yeah, working Falcons games this past season. There were so many empty seats in the stadium that, like, if I was uh, doing my tour guide job where I give tours in the stadium, if I have a game day tour where I'll give a tour before a game, I get a chance to stay and watch the game for free. So um, usually you're supposed to have a standing room ticket. But I knew, like, look, no one cares to see the Falcons this se- that season because they were losing. So there was going to be so many empty seats in the crowd. And they were. It was like, it was like rows of empty seats. <laughs> it's like you right, guys yeah. got season tickets. You're paying this money for a season ticket. You're not. You're not. You're not going to a game. They'll leave. <laughs> they'll leave like at the third quarter. Matt Ryan throws an interception. They out the door. <laughs> Even when uh in like middle school and high school, when the Hawks were consistently average, like they were like a consistent like sixth to eighth seed. They barely had fans showing up. They were like, this is not enough. Like, I can't I remember do it. Um, where there were bottom feeders, at least even before the Trey Young era, where there were bottom <laughs> feeders. <laughs> and they used to ha- – they always advertise, like, Allen Iverson is coming here or Kobe Bryant. Oh, yeah, who's going to be in the stands? Yeah, yeah who's going <laughs> to – And then just going, just going to a game was more like going to a Cirque du Soleil uh, event. Because Cairo <laughs> coming out the basketball hoops, you'll see performances. They did anything to keep them <laughs> in their seats. Two chains performing at halftime. Yes. Gucci Mane is with anything. his wife. <laughs> once they started winning, I didn't see any of that anymore. Once they once they had the year when they were first place, when they had over 60 wins, I didn't see any of that anymore. Yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, I even caught a... a I was even able to catch a game like two years ago because the t- tickets were so cheap. I think it was like $10, 10 $12, $15. Right. <laughs> more expensive now because Trey Young's just such a draw, even though they suck. Yeah. But it's still about, I say, like 20 30 That and because they renovated the arena. So it's a little bit yeah. more expensive, but still affordable. Uh, I think I did mention this on the last podcast. I was going to go to a Zion Williamson Trey Young game, Pelicans versus Hawks. If it wasn't for Corot, if it wasn't, I don't know, we supposed to say that on, on there, but if it wasn't for this this uh, pandemic that's going right now, I would have went. Yeah, man. <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately. So many events I could have went to if it wasn't for current events. <laughs> uh, my mom said she went to a Wizard Hawks game Saturday and a Skins Falcons game Sunday in Atlanta and Washington fans were deeper at both. Ooh. Yeah, man. Did I do a game day tour at the Skins Falcons game? I well, I did it for a preseason game, but yeah, there were a lot of Skins fans. It's like that in any Falcons game. You're gonna see more fans of the other team, surprisingly, yeah. than um Falcons. Then you're gonna see this random Cowboy fan, this random Patriots fan, and you ask like, wait, what are you even doing at the game? None of your your team is not even playing here. 
But yeah, I, I used to do that. I went to like a Falcons Browns game. No, Pack Falcons Packers. Redskins down. My uncle that took me was Cowboys head to toe. Like yeah, <laughs> we didn't even have a team playing, and we were taking up just as much space as Falcons fans. Man, I used to I used to make a joke and say like, yeah, I I think you made the wrong turn. Arlington is that way. <laughs> exactly, bro. Redskins fans think we had it bad last season. Y'all have not been to a Falcon stadium. Y'all have never, and the Falcons have been actually going to the playoffs recently, and it's still bad for them. Anytime Falcons plays the Saints, it's a home game for the Saints. Saints oh, yeah, got easy. two. Saints got two home stadiums. <laughs> Basically. Basically, <laughs> when LSU, I was I was at the stadium for the LSU was it LSU Oklahoma Bowl game, and uh, when LSU was here, um, they weren't just saying go LSU, they were also saying go Saints. So it was just so it was like so deep, like nothing but LSU fans just like you just hear them like audible throughout the stadium go Saints or they were, they were doing their Saints who. Like who that? Who that think they can beat them Saints? Like they were just <laughs> the whole stadium. That is sad, bro. That 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 New Orleans Atlanta rivalry is the funniest rivalry between two teams. It's also the blackest, but it's definitely the funniest, yeah. especially because because Hurricane Katrina with a whole lot of Louisiana people coming to Atlanta and the crime rose. I mean, the beef is just deeper than football. I mean, it's just that's the funniest robbery. I'm glad I'm neutral in it. Like, I'm just like looking yeah, at both sides. Like, this is hilarious. I just love yeah. it. Yeah. I, I, I wanted to smoke. I was getting in on that heckling. I was like, I think the Vikings that it could beat the Saints. And the rest <laughs> of And I was like, oh, yeah, that that was a great. Wait, what? Oh, yeah, yeah, that wasn't pass interference. I said that. <laughs> that, that was a clean play. I used to always heckle Saints fans on that. On yeah. that call. Hey, bro, you got to blend in. You got to blend in. You got to blend in. Yeah, when I'm working for my tour guide job, I always pretend to be a Falcons fan because, I mean, if I'm getting paid by them, I got to I gotta be one temporarily while I'm on the clock. So hey, man, you got to do A. So <laughs> when I go so to the – I talk. Even the Patriots fans, too. I make cheating jokes with Patriots fans, and it hurt me because I'm an actual Patriot fan. <laughs> hey, I, man, that's I, you That's you going hard for your job, man. That's exactly. understandable. I talk so much about the Saints. I used to have people think I'm the biggest Falcons fan ever. I had a Saints fan come back to see me just so he could bring his dad along so I could help him too. <laughs> hey man just like when i used to go to the caribbean festivals in uh, new york i always picked a random caribbean place to be from i'll be haitian one year i'd be Guyanese the other year just depending on who i went with hey, i fully understand yeah I, I fully understand but um yeah i'm definitely um the, the redskins fans think they have it bad last year with the last um last season of bruce allen terror era or whatever but nothing we've ever seen from the Redskins is as bad as the what the, the Atlanta fans do for their teams. And I love Atlanta, but boy, the most fickle fan base of all time. I mean, the hockey team left and went to Canada. I mean, that should tell you everything you need to know, exactly. man. Exactly. <laughs> they were like, we can't do it, man. I mean, it's already bad that hockey is a predominantly white sport. Atlanta's the blackest city in America. So those two just didn't match up anyway. But then it was just like Atlanta's already fickle. Added on top of it, it was just they had to go. Being at the stadium, the MLS team, Atlanta United, sometimes gets more fans than the Falcons. 
At least they're oh, yeah, louder. Yeah, yeah. They support yeah. their team more. They're, that's like the Definitely. only that's the only uh, sport in Atlanta that doesn't have fair weather fans. Well, that and Braves. That and Braves. Yeah, it kind of yeah, have Braves fair fans. Especially since like everybody wears the the baseball version of their city's hat when they wear like fitties and snapbacks and stuff. Like, we wear the Braves A. So that yeah. kind of helps a little bit. You know, New Yorkers wear the Yankee New York on their fitted cap, even you'll, if they're a Yankees fan or not. You'll see the occasional person with a Braves jersey on. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you know this, but you see a lot of people here for Lane United gear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot more. Yeah. I've definitely that's the only team I see people wear proudly. Yeah. Proudly. I mean, even like during the football season, when you go to Walmarts, they have like a whole wall at the one I go to with a whole lot of Falcons gear, Hogs gear, and it's just infinite jerseys. Like nobody's buying them. Just like just just sitting there, shirts <laughs> and jerseys. Just, yeah, just sitting there. Not nothing, nothing. No business, no attention, no nothing. I laugh at it out loud every time I pass by, too. I always have to say something. Uh, so Mark Paul says, LSU fans, if you ever were hoping for a random terror attack. Well, I also, the LSU fans that came to Mercedes-Benz Stadium as well, um, they were something else. They were something else. One, they they were, uh, they were, they were damaging that stadium. Just from being there. there were so many of those fans there. There was a lot of Oklahoma fans too, but they greatly outnumbered LSU. I mean, well, no, uh, LSU greatly outnumbered Oklahoma. And with yeah. LSU as well, some of the fans, they were just blowing money everywhere. There was one fan who wanted to charge her phone, her iPhone, and she was asking any of us employees that she'll pay us $50 if we could charge her iPhone. And I was just mad I didn't have an iPhone. At the time. <laughs> I got an Android. Oh, man. Poe baby. Poe baby. That's $50. Oh, yeah. LSU, LSU fans were deep. They were loud. They were causing noise. They were fighting. Yeah. But that's Louisiana. Yeah, they're different. They're different. Yeah. Well, they're well, they're the opposite black, of Atlanta. Black, white. Was, yeah, that was just Louisiana for you. I mean, LSU was different, too, because – when in doubt, if LSU and the Saints had a game on the same day, LSU stadium is going to be more packed without I a doubt. Yeah. Well, well that's the, the South for South for college football. It's a religion. Yeah, exactly. When you talk about college football. College football is more popular than anything else in the South. That's exactly. Really any, than any other sport, than the NFL. I mean, Georgia and the Falcons, of course, but that's because the Falcons are usually not that good, and Georgia has been great lately. So that's obvious. But even somebody like LSU and the Saints, the Saints consistently go to the playoffs, won a Super Bowl, I mean, not long ago, but, you know, really, it wasn't that long ago. And and then you have LSU that, you know, they've always been good, but not until like this, not as good as they were last year until last year. And even like four years ago, when LSU wasn't that great and the Saints were great, you could still fill up a, a LSU stadium quicker than you could fill up a Saints stadium. Yeah, LSU for for Louisiana is just iconic. It's like the Cowboys for Louisiana. Like you mm-hmm. know what the best players are by the certain numbers they wear on their jerseys, just the jerseys alone. And yeah, they are deep. They are deep. I think they will. They gave us well LSU and Oklahoma. They gave. The stadium, the highest, one of the highest attendances ever. Yeah, man, exactly. The 
Yeah, bro, they do not play just like Alabama doesn't play about their college football, boy. It is different over there. It is oh, definitely yeah. a religion. Well, well, then again, Alabama doesn't really have anything else to watch. So yeah, that is There's true. That. Yeah, yeah, that is that's what makes it different from everybody else. That's literally all they have. LSU has the Saints, and they still care more about LSU. Yeah, yeah, like <laughs> right, you right, said, Saints are actually successful. Yeah, and LSU still matters more, even if they're not that successful. <laughs> college football is just different down here but um but the nba has a lot going on i have so many different there's so many policies that have come out and i basically just wanted to break them all down and get your opinion on a lot of them because it's wild like all right first of all of course the nba will test for peds but not recreational drugs after the restart so that's interesting. I mean, that that's but that's kind of how they've been uh, doing it anyway. They don't really care yeah. about weed like the NFL used to. Now the NFL doesn't really care. Um, also, this is where it gets technical and really interesting. The NBA will allow teams to have 17 players rather than the 15 it's been for forever. This roster is set up. The roster setup will be including 14 or 15 players on a standard NBA contract and an additional two-way spot. Uh, playoff rosters will uh, will consist of 15 players, including 13 active and two inactive. And then teams won't be allowed to sign international players such as Nikola Mirotic. Uh, where, what team was he? He 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 was in uh, the European League this past season. Yeah, he was. Oh, that's wild. Did not know that. Um, who weren't on NBA rosters this season. So you can't sign an international player that wasn't on the NBA roster this past season. Um, players who were playing did that yeah i mean like you just go over there and just recruit all the best european players that would kind of be a cheat uh especially because they don't have a sport going on right now so you can literally just take them all if they allowed it um and miritus is a very good player so that's a starting caliber player so yeah he got punched and then i remember him going to this that, to that's, why he, that's and, why he left he he got tired of it after he got that punch from bobby portis he was like i'm gone even though who he's better than he play like a borderline all-star that season he yeah like, he got punched by somebody gone, that, that was worse than him <laughs> that is that was that whole bobby portis situation was crazy but Players who were playing internationally and did not have FIBA clearance at the time the season was postponed would be ruled ineligible. Also, eight teams, including Denver, the Clippers, the Grizzlies, uh, the Thunder, the Suns, the Trailblazers, the Kings, and the Spurs, have an open roster spot and can sign a player who played in the NBA or G League this season. So they can just add somebody from the G League or the uh, anybody else that's in the NBA that's not you know part of the playoff thing. Um, they can sign one of them. Also, as the NBA firms up to its 22-team Orlando restart schedule, 14 of the teams will be eliminated within 53 days, and only four teams will remain after 67 days. So that's basically how they're projecting the schedule to be. Then the six teams eliminated after eight regular season games and a possible play-in tournament for the eighth seed will leave Orlando within 35 to 40 days. And the NBA is planning to begin camps July 9th through the 11th. Um, teams will briefly quarantine before beginning formal training camps before regular season games start back up July 30th. And then the NBA expects the conference finals will end within a maximum of 82 days, leaving the two NBA finalists. And the league expects the NBA finals to start by September 30th. And then they'll have a month off like of a break less than a month and then they'll start training camp again and then the 2021 season will start in december 
It'll be funny if 2K actually comes out before the NBA Finals. <laughs> yeah, that would be weird. That would be really weird. <laughs> but yeah, that's insane, bro. Like teams, only certain eight teams can bring in like players who played in the NBA or the G League. So that's interesting. I'm gonna have to go look at some G League rosters to see who might be a surprise. To hey, see, you know, that, see if they can pick up a game changer. G League, G League is actually where it's at. You could get a legit. You could probably find a starting caliber player to G League. Josh exactly. Jackson, a former top five pick, was in the G League. Oh, yeah. Anthony Bennett, Anthony Bennett was a 40% three-point shooter in the G League. The G League <laughs> is not like the G League from like when it went from when it was the, the D League. League. The yeah. D League, yeah. The it, was, D League. <laughs> it wasn't like when it was from the D League. The G League is, is legit talent. You can get legit talent. You can get exactly. a player just as good as a player you get overseas in the G League at this point. <laughs> exactly. Like, so Yeah, like I said, I could see that international rule. Like I said, like a person who hasn't played in the NBA now, all of a sudden they just conveniently get signed. Their their leagues are not active. It's just going to create a large loophole if they didn't implement that rule. And yeah, just imagine the Lakers adding Miritich out of nowhere. Like that just wouldn't be fair. There's also this really <laughs> good Spanish point guard whose name escaped me. I don't know. If, it's not Juan Navarro, but I think it's someone else who's also like if they sign him, that's a that's at least a, a second-string point guard you can add, and that is an unfair advantage exactly. for, like the, for the Lakers to actually need one. Yeah, yeah, like Kai, Kai Jones, run on cue. The go Alex Caruso. Caruso was in the G League. Also, the Heat starting backcourt of, of Kendrick Nunn and Duncan Robinson, they were in the G League last season. And, the, and those two, like Duncan Robinson is one of the best three-point shooters in the league, easily. Kendrick Nunn is one of the front runners. He's going to be on the all uh, – of course, Sean Morant, to me, got the NBA Rookie of the Year on lock. But Kendrick Nunn has to be guaranteed first team all rookie. Mm-hmm, exactly. So, and these guys were in the G League last season. So G League, you can get le- legit talent. Like like I'm saying, Duncan Robinson, Kendrick Nunn. Like major the the heat the heat has been successful off G League talent so exactly so that could be dangerous those eight teams that have a roster spot open could be that could be a very major move especially yeah. for a team like the Clippers the Clippers are one of them they can go and snag some great talent exactly exactly and then Portland um, yeah and then uh you said Portland. Yeah, Portland's also one of those teams that can snag one of the G League players Wait, so on Portland, the NBA. Portland's player. actually in. Portland is like way away from playoff contention. I mean, hey, but they they're one of the eight teams if they can if they can make it into the AFC, they're one of the eight teams that can bring in another talent. I, it might I, you know what, I it might take them up there. Why Damian Lillard is iffy on it? And speaking of that, there's a report that a lot of players are iffy on the NBA returning, and they're they're not they're not completely sold. Okay, like they don't want it to, or they don't think it will. They don't think, yeah, they don't want it to. They don't think it should return so quickly. Okay, and is it because of like their bodies are not ready, or they're afraid of the coronavirus? I like I am. I, yeah, I think it's a mixture of both. They're afraid of the coronavirus. They feel like their body's not ready. They probably feel like the M- NBA is rushing into this, and they're just trying all, to get money all as quickly going as possible. Into one city, Orlando. Like all these teams going to one city. <laughs> yeah, some players probably like like they're, they're not really feeling that, and, and they're probably they way happier at home. Families. 
Yeah, they're way happier at home right now, streaming yeah. Twitch on 2K and stuff and in, in their homes and practicing in their gyms, like you said, with their being with their family and stuff. That's going to yeah. uproot everything they have going on out of nowhere. So I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. But, I mean, I, mean I, I saw something like a lot of people disagree with what Kyrie said, but I didn't get a chance to see what Kyrie Irving said. Well, it was like a lot of NBA players idea. speaking out against them. Yeah, it was a lot of NBA players speaking out against Kyrie Irving. I just forgot what uh what um what he said exactly. It was something like um he wants the league to come back immediately. Like I think he's one of the people that wants it to come back immediately. I'm thinking Oh, oh okay. Yeah, the guy who's not playing wants the league to come back immediately. <laughs> the guy that's hurt. The guy that's the guy that shut down for the season and said he's not coming back wants the league to come back immediately. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> I forgot. You can yeah, definitely check that out because I super um I can't remember. I was able to like skim it like very quickly, but then I had to move on to something else. And but um I it was something interesting because there was a lot of people speaking out against them. It was like several famous NBA people that were like, no, 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 not with it. Whichever side Kyrie is on, it's a lot of people pushing back. And that, I just thinking about that whole European league thing. The Lakers just getting Miritich out of nowhere would be insane. <laughs> uh, thank goodness they outlawed that. I mean, thank goodness. <laughs> yeah, I want to see some of the comments here while get into this Kyrie article. But I want to see some of the comments. Uh, someone, I think it was uh, Daddy Smokes Sam says none is like twenty four. Um, his ceiling like twenty four. Twenty twenty four. That's not your ceiling. You're still young. It doesn't like all being like nineteen twenty one, um, and being like a high prospect at that that age is overblown. You can you can have your ceiling at twenty eight years old. You can have your ceiling at, at twenty two years old. You can have your ceiling at thirty. Twenty four is not young. I think Kendrick Nunn can be a Lou Williams clone at full potential. That's what I think he could be. Lou Williams two I can feel that. You know, that's an Atlanta great right there. You feel me? Always representing the city well. Then AM Hunter, Anthony Bennett. Yes, I did say Anthony Bennett. Yeah, Anthony Bennett was trash when he got drafted. But hey, Anthony Bennett, he changed his game up in the G League. He can he's actually at least a three-point specialist. So maybe he could come to a team and be a three-point specialist. Because I think I saw a stat it was like over 40% from three on one point for the for the G League. So hey, he's never gonna live up to that number one pick feeling. But if he can oh, yeah, that role. <laughs> yeah, bro. I can't. Yeah, I don't think he'll ever, ever be that. And yes, let him know, AM Hunter. Oh, we no. are not allowing this HTTP. I you wish I could delete HTTP it. HTTP stand for hell to the Patriots. I wish I could delete Let's it. Go. I wish. I wish I could. Oh, I could do this real quick for like. <laughs> I could do that. There we go. I can cut them off. That's all I could do. That's all. But I can't force them to take away the HTTP. I can't even do that. No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> can't shut it down. He can't shut it down. He said, um, Jones said the world needs to rewatch Remember the Titans. I, if I have seen it, I had to be young. I've I seen that movie like I say about 10 years ago, yeah, longer I, than that, much longer if, than that. Yeah, if I've seen it, I don't remember seeing it. I, I, I know I've seen it, but I definitely don't remember. <laughs> I definitely don't remember. 24 in the NBA. Well, a lot of guys got different peaks. Um, Kyle Corver, his peak was in the 30s. Well, his game's not much reliant on athleticism. Same with Kendrick Nunn. Kendrick Nunn is a crafty player. His game's not reliant on athleticism. And 
his peak his peak is not going to be just this one year because he's only been playing in the NBA for one year. He's been playing at different levels. So he still has to get a feel for the game. And now since he has uh well now since he has one year uh one year of <laughs> NBA hey I'm just looking at comment, but one year of of, of a, like an experience, he's gonna get adjusted. <laughs> Every time Shay says something crazy, you got to do that, Rico. Do what? Oh, second, I kick you off wait, the thing. Wait, I, I wish you said something crazy. The HTTP. That's what they say. I mean, that's, that's the majority of it. That's what you see. That's what you see on your web browsers. You know, when you got, you got to put HTTP, and then you put like where, like you see that everywhere. So I should have done it right there, y'all. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm letting y'all down. <laughs> HTTP sounds so stupid. That's literally hey, like a website don't my name anyway. So I, I feel like you want to know me by something. You can know me by that. That's like something dealing with website coding or something. Like that's the beginning of when you're typing in a web you address see it everywhere. See, it's subliminal messages. It means no, it mean you shouldn't be the hypertext transfer protocol. It should it, be no, it, 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 that. that that's code name for a hell to the Patriots. No <laughs> dictionary. It says hell to the Patriots. I don't know if that says an urban dictionary, no, it's, but it's, it's hell to the Patriots. It's no, it's 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 code name for hell to that phrase. That's what it is. <laughs> That's <laughs> I'm I'm tired of it. The whole Ranskins Nation is tired of it. Hey, <laughs> hell to those punks. That's I love being the antagonist. So if someone <laughs> has, to, has to be the villain, it'll be me. It'll be me. I'll take it. I want all the smoke. I want all the smoke. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be the here. I want all the smoke. Hail to the Patriots. H-T-T-T. Nah, nah, there's no, there's Everybody no, hell yeah. that grain in their heads, ingrained in your memory. yes, 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 sir, yes, sir. You got you right about that. ELL. Hold on, Kyle Corbin. Hey, Kyle Corbin's a legit player. Hey, I love, I love my Kyle Corbin now. Hey, you ain't, ain't gonna get on Kyle Corbin. Kyle Corbin. Daddy Smoke CM said, Kyle Corver, though, you can't bring up anyone white when comparing athletics. Well, oh, okay, okay. We can't we can't go that far now. Uh, he said no offense, though. He said no <laughs> Oh, yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah, you got you. No, you no offense. So for anyone listening, listening or watching, don't get offended. This ain't no offense, so. <laughs> but, yeah, man, this NBA season can end up being really weird. Oh, it's definitely going to be really weird. I know that. It's either going to be really good or really bad. That's, yeah, that's there's no in-between at all. It's going to be the greatest season ever or the worst, <laughs> worst season ever. I can't wait, right? I really cannot wait. Now, this is going to be weird. Uh, I still got to figure out what Kyrie was saying, but this is, like, really I, I, weird. I see the article, but that, the text is so long, I can't possibly read it. Yeah, I, that's why I was saying I was trying to skim through, but I never really got an understanding of what Kyrie hey, was mad about. If anyone in the comments knows about it, just gives us, like, a little, like, synopsis of it, hey, I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Oh, and, oh, yeah, the whole Redskins name change. My friends were actually talking about that earlier, and y'all already know I'm neutral. If they change it, I don't care. If they keep it, I don't care because they – there's been a lot of articles and a lot of, I mean, you know, media can be manufactured, but I've seen a lot of situations where Native Americans don't really care. They're just happy to have somebody representing them. But um, somebody came up, first of all, Tuscaroran, I mean, the, the Iroquois, Tuscaroran, my Native American tribe, you know, I like that. The Washington uh, Iroquois, you know, I can, I, can, I can rock with that, you know what I'm saying? I also like the Spears idea, if, if we're going to change. Like I said, I'm neutral. 
But I'm just talking about like ideas. Somebody like one of my friends said, if we can pick another tribe, because uh, like how Florida State they changed to the Seminoles, so we would just pick like something like the Washington Apaches. So I don't know, just something um, a little like something that's obviously not vulgar. Like right now, it's like on the fence. You're on one side. You think it is. You think it's not. Or you're like me, where it's just like, I mean, it seems like it because I, it would be annoying to have a team called the Blackskins. I'm not going to lie. The Washington Blackies. Like, that's, that's, that's kind of annoying. I'm not necessarily offended, but it's just like, why? Why couldn't you just be like the Washington Freedom Fighters or something like that's that? That's true. They'll be, you know that, they'll be offensive if it's white skin. So, yeah, it sounds so like, yeah. Redskins, yeah, that's a good point. It's just a thing, like you said. Um, I haven't seen any. I haven't. The people I've seen offended by it are not Native Americans. When it's yeah, exactly, Native yeah, Americans yeah. Offended by I've it, never. Then, Native Americans are cool with it for the most part that I've seen. I mean, there's probably like a lot of them out there that disagree, but they just don't get as much media coverage. But um, at the end of the day, I mean, they're they they're chilling. It's whatever. <laughs> it's really just whatever, man. If they're chilling, I'm chilling. They like it. I love it. But at the end of the day, I'm not just super attached to the name. If it changes, I'm not. Oh, I'm not a fan. Hey, no more. Did, I'm not that type of guy. The Black Lives Matter uh, fad too. We call it the Washington Black Lives Matter skins. <laughs> yeah, hey man, black, hey. Skins, black skins matter. Washington I'm definitely, black skins matter. I'm definitely voting for the Washington, the 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 Washington Iroquois, because you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So I'm def- I just don't it just doesn't sound that strong to me. That's the only problem with the Washington Iroquois. Like it doesn't sound like be afraid of us. Like that I don't know. So I kind of like it, but it doesn't it doesn't it's not strong. But I don't know. I mean, it, it just depends. Again, I'm neutral. It's whatever. If we want to go, if we want to keep it, if we don't want to keep it, I'm happy with either one. I just hope if we change it, it's something good. Don't change it to something stupid like the Washington Ducks or just just something just stupid and random or pathetic. Yeah, I I do not care. I I definitely would prefer something strong, not the Washington Pelicans, huh? Like the Pelicans. Yeah, that name is terrible. I don't want to be the Washington Pelicans. They folded with that. Like when New Orleans (laughs) were doing their uh, when New Orleans were doing like their new names because they gave their Hornets names to Charlotte. When they gave the Hornets rights to Charlotte, um. There was like uh there was like a bunch of different names they could have chose, like New Orleans crew, as in the jazz crew. Like, oh, I would like that. I would like that better crew. than the Pelicans. And I wanted that. Everybody wanted that actually. That was actually the most popular one, but they chose the Pelicans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what that was. That is that is terrible. Representing jazz would have been fine. I would have watched more games and supported them because of that. That would have been crazy. The Warriors, Red Tails, the Tuskegee Airmen. Those are cool shout outs. Um, Shamey lately said, um, Air- no, the Iroquois are mostly in New York. And I remember looking them up and everything. They're like the people that helped with skyscrapers when New York was being built. But there's a Tuscaroran tribe that's like a subset of the Iroquois that's from North Carolina. Um, and so that's 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 me. Um, I like, no, if you put that name, <laughs> like I feel like the average person won't be able to pronounce that. Even though I was, <laughs> the Washington Iroquois. Yeah, so I feel like for right. that reason, that would be the problem. They wanted to like be, be easily easy read by everyone. Easy to read. Yeah, 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 yeah. I understand that. I like. Hey, you know, I, think name is, I think that name is fly too, but yeah, yeah. just looking um, at that point. 
I like the misfits. You know what I'm saying? I like the misfits. That's pretty funny. I know I know they would never do something like that, but I kind of like it. It sounds like an NFL Street team back in NFL Street Two and all that type of stuff on the PlayStation Two. That sounds like fun. I kind of like yeah. it. I like that too. Um, the Wizards. I'm not a big fan of the name The Wizards. It's cool, and I'm not a big yeah, fan. I, I, I kind of wonder what what originated. What made DC choose the Wizards after changing their name from the Bullets? What made Washington choose? That? I know why they changed. I don't know why they picked. I mean, the I know why they changed it, but why yeah, did they pick the, the Wizards? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where what went into that voting system. What, what is magical that. about DC? I'm just saying. Like, do they do they specialize in? Like magicians or something? Like what is magic? Yeah, I do like it when logos and 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 like um the, the uh dang it the uh, the representation of the city like it actually like is a part of the city's character. Like I understand like if Louisiana did something with the magicians, maybe maybe Louisiana would make more sense. But like yeah, I don't understand why DC did wizards. Uh oh, I was saying the Wizards was a stupid name, like the Pelicans. Oh, okay, thank you, Smoke Jam. Because I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I got that, but it was just like, yeah, why, why, what made Washington even choose yeah, that? That doesn't represent the city at all. Like it's just nothing. It doesn't. I like it when your logo, your mascot represents your city in some way. And like <laughs> the Wizards literally means nothing for DC. Oh, DC uh, So yeah, that that will definitely not go through. Yeah, that will not make it through the process. <laughs> I understand why he's saying that, but it, yeah. it won't work. It won't work. I will not um, go to the board of directors on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how to pronounce that. The New Orleans Boudoir. I'm pretty sure people from New Orleans know how to pronounce that. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know what that is. You got me on that one, man. Can you know how you know how New Orleans they'll say go well go Tigers for go LSU well they'll spell it G E U A X and they'll say go Tigers yeah that's what I'm saying yeah, it's the same thing I just I just don't know how to pronounce some other those words Boudoir? I don't know they, yeah. they speak another language in New Orleans honestly I really don't know what saying. they have the I, most different country accent a lot of people say Atlanta has the hardest accent to understand. Oh, no. No, it's the Louisiana definitely has the most unique accent. Theirs is completely different. Hey, I'm I'm fluent. I'm fluent in Atlanta Ebonics, but you can go to New Orleans. That's that's a different language. You're speaking you're speaking patois or, or French at that point. I don't know. Yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of French in there that is just hard to kind of hear what they're uh trying to articulate. She Amy lately said Washington Wizards is alliteration. Oh, that makes sense. That I can see. I mean, they still could have done something else, yeah. though. I don't know. There has to be something else that starts with a W that represents D.C. better than the Wizards. I mean, there's literally nothing magic. The Washington White House? <laughs> you know that would apply. <laughs> Franklin, why'd you spell mumbo sauce like that? You said mumbo sauce. I guess autocorrect. That would be funny, the Washington mumbo sauce. That's pretty funny. It is the fact the Cleveland Indians were once the Naps. <laughs> the Naps, like nappy-headed? Um, but had three American Indians on team. Very progressive at times. A player joke that callous the Indians. And I hate the word Indians, though. I, I, that's the worst thing for me because yeah. it's just the word Indian is so ignorant. Because that man, yeah, that, that man thought he was going east, ended up going west, saw brown people, and was like, oh, this must be India. So they're Indians. No, it's Native American. And again, yeah. Technically, they don't go by Native American because they didn't name the country American. That's an Italian man that named America America. So really just call them natives, if anything. Um, But Indian is as far from the truth as possible. I I don't like the word Indian. 
Cleveland Indians should be the the main team getting backlash for their name, not the Redskins. Yeah, bro, the the Indians is so ignorant. That is, I, I I always hate the. It always clashes in my ear when people say Indians. I know people don't mean harm by it, but it's one of them things that really stick out to me. Indian, because then I'm like, okay, which one are we talking about? Like, it shouldn't even be that difficult. It should just Indians, natives. They should be separate. Um. The, the watch, I don't know what skins fan for life is talking. <laughs> Chicago Zephyrs, Baltimore Brave, Capital Bullets, Washington Bullets, and now Washington Wizards. Oh, okay, okay, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I remember how, yeah, they started out with Chicago Zephyrs. Yeah, that's interesting. I didn't know any of that. That's interesting. Can't be called the Washington Warlocks. Hey, they want to keep that capital name. That ca- capital, capital is fly. They want to keep that. Yeah, Except yeah, yeah, Washington because. Like, I mean, I know Washington means Washington, D.C., but it can still easily be mistaken for the state of Washington. Yeah, I used to get that a lot when I was in middle school and even in high school as, like, a lame joke. Oh, you mean Seattle or something? Like, I I, I used to – it's stupid. Capital sounds better. I like capital. If they use, like, something like the D.C. something, like, just use, like, the D.C. Yeah. Just represent that. I think that would be fly. Yeah, I, I think that would be better. I definitely would like that. The basketball name, just say the DC, the DC Devils. Even though I'm not saying the Devils should be your name, but just something like that. Yeah, that would be, be fly. And you're good, Samantha. I knew what you was just saying. The D, um, I would like the capital punishment thing though, if they could actually make that oh, a name. Oh God, that would be fun. Yeah, that would be crazy. That's not. Like I would love that. That sounds like some AAU team. Anything oh, violent is not about to happen, though. The snipers, the gunners, none of that's about to go through. Thank you, Mark Paul. Medigo Spooch. Definitely not to the board of directors on that one. Medigo Spooch. You, you won't see a baby rocking that shirt. <laughs> never. You'll never be able to sell that to kids. You never. They already sell beer and advertise beer. You're never going to get them to go that far. Snipers. I mean, snipers sound cool, though. I'm not going to lie, cool, but that's but... never going to work. Never gonna work. <laughs> Say, man, I'm good with the Washington Redskins. <laughs> Just taking it back to the plane. <laughs> like I said, I'm neutral. I really don't care. They keep it. They keep it. I'm happy. If they change it, as long as they change it to something fine, I'd be happy. The, I think the only reason I would be leaning to a name change, literally the only reason that it's like, I kind of want to, is because that means we may change our jerseys. And I really want jersey changes. At least we need a better shade of burgundy and a better shade of gold. Not this red and yellow. I want burgundy and gold, like the deeper burgundy and gold back from the Daryl Green days with the the, uh, spear or the arrow, whatever it was on the side of the helmet. So, again, I don't really care about what the name is as long as it's some good Redskins or if they change it, something good. But I do want my jerseys changed, and it seems like the easiest way to get jersey changes – to match this new era that we have going on with Rivera, no more Bruce Allen and all of that, would possibly to bring a name change. Washington Go-Go would be pretty cool. That would be fun. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> that would be pretty fun. Part. Well, I like that. Let me make sure we didn't miss anything. Oh, no, we talked about it. Oh, I did it wrong. Oh, oh yeah. And then I also had how are we surviving COVID-19, but we're already at 10 p.m., so we can just talk about that later. I mean, I just want – we were just going to talk about, like, um, what we're doing to stay safe and stuff like that, but you know, what I'm saying that was like three months. You say you what? Three months? I haven't got a haircut in like three months. <laughs> I'm about to get my hair retwisted tomorrow by my mommy at home. I'm trying to my everybody's trying to do Fourth of July like usual, 
So I got to see how coronavirus is working. And then if I do it, like I'm going to be maxed up, gloved up. Nobody's using the same lighter as me. I'm using my own lighter, stuff like that. If I do it, I'm going to have my hair wrapped up into my uh my lock dewy, my lock do-rag, my silky. Um, I don't know. I'm going to take extra precautions if I do it. One of the great excuses I use of being a first-generation American is switching allegiances if I don't want to do something. So if it, if someone asks me, do you want to celebrate 4th of July? Like, no, I'm Nigerian. I, I can't celebrate that. I'm not American. So, so I don't have <laughs> to go anywhere. Yeah, so I don't have to go anywhere. So that, that's my excuse. I'm Nigerian. I'm not celebrating. I'm staying at home. Oh, actually, Kyrie is the exact opposite. He says he rips yeah. the NBA restart on call. He said, I don't support going. I'm not with the systematic racism and the BS. Something smells a little fishy. So he's against the NBA starting soon. Yeah, and then other players were fighting back and basically saying, like, um, what's to call it? Like, no, we need the money or something, I guess. I don't know. It's it's, it's which, weird. Which, which is a valid which is a valid reason. <laughs> That's a yeah, valid he got money and he's hurt. So what does he care? <laughs> but, but from what I skimmed, I just wanted to read the whole article, make sure before I said it. But before I skimmed, yeah, this say Kyrie said if the NBA comes back, this is going to take attention away from protesting. Maybe less people will protest and watch the NBA and say that's not a good thing. Oh, he said that there needs to be a focus, a complete full focus on protesting and fighting for our rights than for the NBA or anything else to come back. Which is a valid reason, and also another valid reason why players are like, "Hey, I, hey, Kyrie, I, I rocks with you, but hey, I need my paycheck. We don't get paid like you now, so I need my paycheck." So hey, two <laughs> valid reasons. Uh, I, you know, yeah, Kyrie normally be tripping. You know what I'm saying? With the Earth is flat and a whole lot of you know moves he makes, you know, he'd be a little iffy to me. But I, I kind of see hey. what he's saying on this one. You know what I'm saying? But I understand Kyrie, how the other guys are like, "Hey, I need to get paid." Kyrie's the ultimate person that I could see with that Afrocentric hat that says, open up your third eye. Like those memes that you see. Oh, yeah. He's I, super the third eye. You can yeah, tell. I, I see Kyrie like that. Yeah. I've never met so many third eye people f- from anywhere like I did in New York, especially percentage wise. There's always somebody woke, third eye type of guy, poetry slams. A spoken word people like New York. I like no other city I've ever been to. I mean, oh, it's- oh, definitely. Number one percent. It's growing in Atlanta, though, because I think like now that thing's just starting to become cool among people. So it's growing. Yeah. New York's definitely the originator of it, at least from what I've seen. Yeah, I mean, they def- and they definitely have the highest percentage because even me having locks, whenever I was in New York, people assumed I did poetry or, or just this and that, just random stuff because of my locks or I'm Jamaican. But in the South or Chicago and places like that, everybody got locks. Like, isn't you don't even think about the cultural meaning behind it. We just everybody has locks. My Remember friends I, have locks. I have locks. But in New York, they were like, "Oh, you must do poetry, or you must be Jamaican, you must be Haitian, something like that." Yeah, there's always like a meaning behind something, which I respect. Yeah, because you well, yeah, because yeah, that's true. Because usually, like a lot of people in Georgia got locked. So a lot of people in South and Germany. Yeah, when I went to New York, it was like less people. Like, yeah, I I could find like people I could name like on my one hand, like how many people had locks. But yeah, if you have locks there, usually have it for a reason. That's true. Yeah, literally when I even even me not being from New York, I would look at somebody else with locks in New York, like, oh, you probably do poetry, or you're probably Jamaican. Even though where, where, I, where I'm from, Atlanta, the South, Chicago, Detroit, all of that, people just have locks just because people have locks. But in New York, 
it's usually like a meaning behind it in some way, shape, or form. There's some That's reason. The there's some reason up. you have locks besides just I like the way they look. <laughs> yeah, so, man. Uh, oh, oh, my bad. I was just going to read a comment, but uh, uh-huh. uh, Samantha Fleming said 40 million unemployed is more detrimental to health than a COVID. Um, that is true, but I mean, we can still stay. There, there's something that could combat that the government just gives us our stimulus checks. Yeah, I'm just I say that that's a simple solution. But the government's yeah. not giving us our money. That that's simple as that. Exactly. Now for exactly. me, for my situation, I'm actually I'm I'm kind of unemployed because of COVID-19, but I'm not actually complaining because I'm making more off unemployment than I did if I was actually working. So hey, <laughs> over there cooling it. I'm sure. <laughs> But I know that's not the same for everybody. Yeah, so I know that's not the same for everybody, and I hope everybody gets their money. But I, it's it's up to the government to give us our money. <laughs> and then Mark Paul mocking New York. I mean, we got to eat. That's true. We got to eat, not go <laughs> handouts. But if there's an actual pandemic going on, we don't want people to stay sick. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta wait for a cure. We yeah, gotta we wait for some. Hey man, yeah, I want them people. We don't want to keep spreading it. We don't want to keep spreading it. We gotta, mm-hmm. we gotta, we gotta wait patiently for a cure. So, if like during times like this, this is when we need to be patient. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I agree. Exactly, the government needs to hand us. The corporation don't need it. Yeah. Oh yeah, they get they get. Not only do they get more money, they get like a higher percentage of money. Like they get higher tax breaks and stuff like it's ridiculous i don't i don't even understand it all that's so much stuff that you can go on for hours and hours about it's crazy yeah, yeah well yeah i don't know if you want to keep going on hours hours but yeah i see i see your response uh samantha fleming yes i know it's a very low fatality rate but it's also like for me for my example want to make it a little bit more personal i'm around more elderly people in terms of my family members so like for my example i don't want to get it because if I have to go to some of my elderly family members, they are, they, they're, if they get COVID-19, they're, um, they, how they react to it will be much worse than I can react to it because they're older. So yeah. Yeah, the flu is more deadlier, but the flu also has a vaccine. COVID-19 doesn't have a vaccine yet, and it's more contagious. So look, uh, this might be mostly government propaganda for all I know, that they're just pushing out these numbers. These numbers are overinflated. I believe to an extent that is true. But at the same time, if it if if this virus is true, I mean, I've, I've talked to people that had the virus. So if the virus is true as bad as they say it is, I'd rather, I'd rather err on the side of prevention than, than just... Oh, uh, I'm good. No, my friend, uh, my friend um, Tut had a uh, coronavirus at one point it was terrible he was coughing up blood he was terrible for like a week like we could tell he had it over xbox through the mic like he was struggling coughing all the time blood just struggling i mean he's in the military so they like forced him to go to work while he had it too and everything and making other people sick it was bad it was terrible yeah. that's not something <laughs> i know someone who had it but wasn't as bad it was just like a regular cold but like there's different strands of it. Some people could get it worse. Some people could get like a worse version of it. Some people could be asymptomatic. All I know is also elderly people. They it could be fatal for them. And since I'm around a lot of, since I'm around a couple of elderly family members, I want to make sure they're safe by keeping myself safe. So if it means um staying home for a couple of months and finding something else to do from home, 
while while we work on a cure, that's better. But even though I yeah. know that's not going to happen now, because we are well, we're we're also in the middle of a race war, so we're also protesting. So yeah, now so now the virus might be spreading, might be for a better cause, but. Hey, I'm I'm just saying I'm I'm good. Just take I, it a little bit more seriously. And I, I mean, couldn't I, get a job I, I, with a master's degree before I was not leaving the house. So what am I about to leave the house for? Like what, what's what's the advantage of me leaving the house right now? Hey, I'm Grant, good. Y'all got it. <laughs> I've been quarantining a little bit, but I have been going out to the public. I haven't been going out to mass gatherings now, but if I, I have to go to the store to get groceries, so I wear my mask. Sometimes I go to the park just to get some fresh air because I like look. I'm a human being and I need my sunlight, but I'm not. I'm. I don't. I'm not going to do the. I'm not going to do the huge crowds, but like I'm also know like if I'm doing this, I'm just not going to see some of my family members for a while. Just, just to be oh yeah, I, my mom and I Zoom meeting everybody. We do not be over anybody's house. I mean, I it's like what twelve of us probably that all live within seven to 10 minutes of each other. Like it's one house, one house, one house, our house, another house, another house, another house. And we're all like a 20 minute window within each other. And we haven't been with anybody. We'll zoom call them. They may stop by to drop off some food, but then we'll like quarantine the food and sanitize it. But we have, my mom and I have not interacted with anybody since this. The only time we went out was to vote and we were heavily protected gloves. I had this on, my street scores hat that I had on that day is in, still in the um the uh, laundry room. Being quarantined is about to get washed and all of that. My whole outfit. So oh, we're fifteen deep. Thank you, mommy, including the little ones. So um yeah, I haven't interacted with any of my family, and they live oh. right right over there. There's like five people here, four people here, two people here, three people here, all within like a twenty minute window from end to end, and we're in the middle and. We haven't been hanging out with anybody. None of my friends. They want to play basketball. I'm like, I'm good. I'm chilling. I wasn't in. Um, well, I see a conference from Samantha Fleming. Check out JWTV or Papa Doug. Okay, I'll check that out. But for uh, you, Rico, um, how was it um, voting in your area? Because you you live in Awful. predominantly black area. Bro, what we what we said with the lines and it taking forever. We got there like at six fifty nine, and it still took us hey, yeah. almost what three hours, mom. Yeah, it opened at seven. We got we were there at six fifty nine. It took us like three hours to vote, Crazy. and our line wasn't even that bad. It's just really slow. When we came out after we were done voting, the line was like all the way around. So I know some people were there for possibly like eight hours, like literally just to vote. Also, another thing we didn't talk about earlier, something that my mom pointed out to me, is that how confusing. It was to pick who you wanted to vote for, because like a lot of people like had um, um, they, like it didn't say if they were Democrat or Republican or whatever. Like you really just had to just do like deep research. So for the people who were just lazy or didn't care enough or didn't know or whatever, like two chains, two chains just said he went up there and just voted for names that sounded black. Which is not good. Like you, like, like you can't. Like we, my mom and I, like I actually know, sat down. <laughs> my you mom, know, you don't at least do some research. Like I don't know what good it costs. It's just voting, just to vote. Yeah, <laughs> bruh. I mean, I, I like the fact that people are, you know, saying go vote and encouraging people to vote, but definitely do your research. My mom sat down. I did like a little bit, but my mom like literally sat down for like at least an hour and researched every person, like what they used to be, like their 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 policies and all of that. And then we kind of had a cheat sheet when we went in to go vote. So it was quick for us that way. But I'm pretty sure a lot of people was just like, oh, you know what? I'll go vote today. No research, no cheat sheet. And then it's like 
literally like at least 80 names. There's like five questions about how you feel about certain stuff. And you just like a lot of people probably weren't prepared, especially in minority areas. And then it takes forever to vote. So I'm pretty our vote definitely didn't count as much as we wished. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah we I, did early voting, too. That wasn't even like the day. That was like early voting. We did it. It took us almost three hours and yeah. we got there a minute early. So, so the people who were coming in behind us were terrible. So I can imagine yeah, your area the day of that Tuesday. I, I didn't. I don't even want to go drive by and see. I didn't so even want to go see. So where was it? Like sort of a large gathering? Was there a lot? Was there a lot of people in in that area? Kinda, but it was just more so the line was just ridiculous. It wasn't even like a lot of people. It was more so the line just wasn't moving type of thing. Okay. <laughs> my mom said it was not 80 names. Oh, shouts out to Rich. My boy Rich graduated today. Okay, oh, okay. To Rich. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Come on, let me see. Or the Corbett report on some medical information on this COVID, guys. JWTV and Papa Duck are good. Okay. I'll check them out. I'll check them out. Uh, I'll definitely take a picture of that conversation after this uh, podcast is done. I'll check them out. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But I think it's about time to head out. You know what I'm saying? We had a really good show. Went over 13 minutes. That's not that's not too, too long. But you know what I'm saying? I love it. I love just talking everything. It's nice to have like a platform to just talk about everything, not just sports, not just Redskins, not just football. So um, yeah, thanks. Funny. Thanks for pulling up, Shay. Of course, like always. You know what Thank I'm saying? You, anything you want to say? Um. Well, you, you know what HGT's P stand for? And I'll just leave it at uh, that. The uh, hypertext, whatever the, or you can say hail to the Patriots. Yeah, H E L L. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. H E L. Yes, sir. Um. Oh yeah. So again, y'all. Um. Make sure y'all definitely go check out the merch. Um. That I've rolled out. This is the first. This is the first installment of merch. I'm gonna add more. Maybe like three or four shirts every month. So. Definitely go to the link in the description. Get your merch. If you want to become a member for a certain monthly fee, you get different rewards at each level. And again, like there's a private Redskins Discord group I have where you can access me immediately because I'm terrible with text. I'm terrible with FaceTiming, terrible with texting, Twitter. Ask anybody. Ask Shayi. Ask my family. Anybody. Oh, yeah, I I'm terrible. I, I might know. not reply to a text for like three, four days. It's just I'm just not on my phone. I have it on me right now for research. But like literally after this stream, I might not see my phone until tomorrow. So, like, honestly, with the disc, <laughs> you say what? I'm saying, honestly, if you want to contact Rico, it's better to do on a live chat than it is to do on, on a text <laughs> message. You have your phone number. <laughs> exactly. So, I'm I'm literally making a, a Discord group that I'm gonna be on it. Like at least once every like around two hours, I'm gonna check it and reply to everybody type of thing. So, if you want those level of perks. You know what I'm saying? You get a shout out every video. I'm doing a weekly raffle on my Sunday live. I mean, a monthly raffle on the last Sunday of each of my Sunday live streams. The last Sunday of each month where you get a free, um, you get $30 off for a merch item. Just all kinds of things that you get, all kinds of perks, um, exclusive content. Like when I do my film sessions, people who are a certain level of member are going to get the more detailed versions like the 15 to 30 minute version rather than like the five to 10 version of it that I'm going to give to the rest of the public. So if you want to become a member, check that out, all that type of stuff. Um, oh. He said, can't have Hold no. Up. Oh yeah, man. I'm zebra. Everything. Hold on. Go ahead and talk oh, to him. Oh, hey, what does TBTP stand for? What does that stand for? They don't know about that zebra, man. Hold on. They don't know about the zebra, man. 
This zebra had the toe around here, man. Hold on. I wonder what PPTP stand for. I just know what HTTP stand for, and that is hail to the Patriots. I mean, when y'all not going to understand that? That's what the H-E-L-L. You see it everywhere. You see it. They think I'm playing. I have other zebra stuff, but I'm not going to show everything. But just to let y'all know, the whole bathroom is zebra. Like the shower curtain, the rugs, the toilet seat. Um, I had the pillow. This is my favorite print, just to let y'all know. This is my, this is my pillow. Uh, I have a few book bags, but this is my favorite one. Um, I mean, anything you can think of in Zebra, you know, I got the Santa hat. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I got a tie. You know what I'm saying? I My, my uh, computer case used to be Zebra, but now I don't use those computers anymore. You know what I'm saying? I got the scarf for when it's cold, even though it never really gets that cold in Atlanta. But when I was in New York, I wore this all the time. I got the thing you sleep with. Never used it, but you know what I'm saying. I love zebra. Phone cases. What else we got in here? I got the shower cap. You know what I'm saying? In case I don't want to get my hair wet. You know what I'm saying? I'm going for hours, bro. I'm just showing y'all some stuff. I got a shirt that was personally made for me. You know what I'm saying? Zebra. Bro, everything zebra. Pins. Name it. Socks. My favorite socks are my zebra socks. Um, I got like a little holder for like cards and stuff. Like you can put in your wallet. Um, hold on. It's, it's more stuff in here. Glasses. Um, I have a little scarf. I had a my um my charger for my old iPod was Zebra, but now we don't use iPods anymore. You know what I'm saying? It, it's so much stuff down here. I got the bandana. I got a uh I got a tank. I got the little sleeveless tank top. I used to love this shirt so much, but now. It's oh yeah, he was real about the zebra. I knew that since college, so I knew that. Yes, since college. sir. He's real about the zebra. Zebra print everything. Don't try me, bro. That's just a phone case. You know what I'm saying? I got the bow tie. You need me to show you the bow tie? Hold on. Let me see. I ain't playing with y'all. I got the bandana. You feel me? So in case I need to go out there in the into the COVID world, I might wear a bandana. I had The watch was great while it lasted, but it was pretty cheap, so it stopped working. I don't even think a battery's going to fix it. I got a screen cleaner. You know what I'm saying? Like It's kind of like a washcloth screen cleaner. Uh, let me see. I got the... <laughs> I got the Kanye I mean, shade. I mean, I'm so used to it. When I saw a zebra case, like, yeah, I, I see Rico with zebra stuff all the time. I think that's how I first met you, just wearing zebra attire. Bruh, zebra print is so fine. My favorite color is orange, but, like, zebra print is... Cr- Come on now. I even have a zebra turtle. Who doing that? I had the little glasses case. You can put your glasses in it. You know what I'm saying? More bandanas. I have several zebra bandanas. Oh, I have, I have tissue for your nose, but I'm never going to use it because I don't want to run out and then have to order more. So right now it's kind of antique. You know what I'm saying? What else we got in here? Oh, I got the I got the fingerless gloves. You know what I'm saying? The little the biker boy gloves. I don't really wear. Again, this was more New York type of stuff because, you know, New York is cold. Georgia doesn't get cold enough for me to wear these, but you know what I'm saying? I got the gloves. Yeah, I weird when I say that, say that name too, but uh, I don't think I'm trying to get accustomed to it. <laughs> I don't want to call it. Never met ain't my dad, daddy, but hey. <laughs> Let me see. Uh, I'm trying to, I have more stuff. I have the jackets, of course. I have a whole bunch of stuff, but I just don't feel like going to go get it all. CMs. Yeah, I'm going to call you Smoke Sam's. I can't say that first part. I oh, yeah, I just call him Smoke. I can't call him. Never grow, man. Yeah, that, yeah we had that conversation. We had that conversation when he first started. Uh, when he first found my channel, I was like, "Yeah, I'm just going to be called Smokes." After like a week of trying to say his whole name, I just joined it to Smokes. Hey, I'll, I'll find this Samantha Fleming. I'll find it. Talk to you about it on the next video. I'll find it. You know what? You know what? Let me uh, get a picture right now. Hold up. Let me get that picture. 
Let me get that picture. All right. All right. I have jackets and stuff too. I want to go get the Jeremy I Scott shoes, the but they like three hundred. Right. The Jeremy Scott zebra shoes are like three hundred. So I, you know, that's like later in life, like probably like a year from now, when I just have extra money for no reason, I'll get them. But this is another book bag. I have the jackets in the closet. I just didn't feel like bringing them out. And if I could take my camera with me, the whole bathroom is zebra. The shower curtain, the toilet seat, the rugs everywhere. Oh, 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 y'all can't see it. Well, how is this hanging up? Let me see how this is hanging up. Hold on. Forgot about this. First of all. Oh, I forgot about this. Um, I got the uh, zebra. Like my, my room is zebra. So I have a lot of cubbies. And these are my neck pillows for when I go to the airport. Those are zebra, of course. You know what I'm saying? Hold on. How much money have you spent on zebra products alone? I mean, just like you would buy something normal. I just buy it as zebra. <laughs> I just it's not like I go out of my way to be like oh that's zebra unless it's something cheap but it's like if I'm gonna get a shirt it might as well be a zebra shirt you feel me um I got the poster hold up I'm bringing it around I haven't taken this off in a while um this is hanging up in my room it's like a huge huge uh poster this is what's over my tv when I'm on xbox and stuff so yes sir Yes, sir. I'm not, I don't play by my zebra, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Favorite color, orange. So I have a lot of stuff in orange and everything else is in zebra. And then I have, you know, red skin stuff. That's about it. That's my whole wardrobe. A couple of army fatigues. That's really it, though. And put this back. All right. Yeah. Again, I have some other random stuff that's zebra, but uh, I'm not about to just take out everything. Not about to do that. That's going to take hours. All right. I'm back. Oh, so everybody, uh, let's see. Welcome to the junk. <laughs> He's different. I'm dying laughing right now. I love my zebra, man. Zebra's beautiful. Yeah, they too. They, they, they say you need help. <laughs> zebra friend is beautiful, bro. Y'all sleep. I don't know if it's like a pretty boy thing, but I love zebra. I love zebra print like a lot. I love it. I just like looking at it. Even if it's not on me, I prefer other people to wear zebra print. I just like seeing it. Like I would buy a lot of zebra print clothing for my wife and stuff because I I just like seeing it. I don't it don't even have to be yeah, on. I me. think the next episode just just go out in all zebra attire. Next episode. That's what I should do. Just with, the yeah, whole with, zebra a, with a zebra with a zebra green screen background. Then I think. Oh, I gotta out. write that down. That's a really good idea. Yeah, I think that could work out. And be one with the zebra, and just have a straight face the whole time. Like I don't know what's yeah. going on. Just have a straight face. <laughs> all right y'all all right so dang we went 22 minutes over oh. all right okay appreciate right. everybody you know a zebra just a wild african horse ride just go ahead and move to serengeti <laughs> they're like they're, they're not a really fun animal to be around though first of all the noise they make is terrible like the noise they make is absolutely like ugly like you think a horse sounds stupid a zebra sounds literally worse and somebody tried me saying not a hat hold on see now i gotta get back up because i heard something about not a hat Oh, I got the hat. The hat on the way. Matter of fact, I got yeah, more. Only got the hat. Yeah, well, I don't know how people thought I didn't have a hat. See, now I got to get back up when I didn't want to get back up. But now I got to get back up because people talking about I ain't got a zebra hat. This is the wolf one. Where's the zebra one? I love wolves too, but, you know, there's not just wolf print. You just have a whole bunch of wolves clone. All right, I'm not about to dig in here for forever for this hat. But um, I do have in the same hat drawer the little earmuffs. 
I got the zebra earmuffs back. Hey, from, I haven't worn these in years. This next show, we got to get the zebra hat, zebra earmuffs, or whatever. Um, zebra shirt, zebra jacket, just all zebra everything. Zebra face mask, if you got one. Oh, I do need to get a zebra face mask. This thing is hot though. I haven't worn this in years because Georgia just don't get cold enough to wear stuff like this anymore. I can't accessorize like I used to. I used to have layers of zebra. Now I just like wear a zebra shirt and a zebra book bag and keep it pushing. They want to know if you got zebra draws. Um, no, actually I don't. I, I mean, it really don't matter. Don't. I actually thought you were going to say yes. <laughs> no, I don't. I <laughs> surprise he. Yeah, I actually don't. I thought about that, but I was like, I mean, nobody gonna be able to see it. I won't be able to see it, and that's what I care about the most. It's just like colognes. I like I wear cologne so I can smell it, not for y'all to smell it. Same thing with zebra. I just like looking at zebra print. So me wearing zebra drawers is not gonna do anything for me. And when, when I wear my zebra socks, I make sure I wear shorts or I um what? I roll my pants so, up so I can see. Do it. I assume that Brody has a zebra shirt as well? Uh, no, nah, actually, he doesn't. He has Redskins gear. I have a Redskins shirt for him. He has like a couple of pieces, a couple of pieces of Redskins gear, but nah, nothing zebra for the dog. I'm sorry, bro. I'll take you out after this. He said, but hold up, though, are those shades of zebra compatible? No, they are not. If it was all from one place, maybe, but nah, this has been a growing collection for years. I wish they were. I definitely can't wear like, like I remember back in New York, I couldn't wear the scarf with the gloves and the earmuffs because like two of them are kind of the same zebra and the other one isn't. So I, it just ruined the whole thing. But my zebra, uh, my keyboard is zebra on my phone also. Hold on, let me show y'all. I customized my phone to where the background is zebra when I'm typing. So, you know what I'm saying? I don't play about the zebra stuff. My hey, background I is wanna, zebra. Hey, I didn't want to know if he had draws. You don't want to ask that question. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't ask that. You did. I was, I was, <laughs> I was, just, I was just reading what you read. Hey, I didn't ask that question. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm surprised he didn't at this point. Yeah, nah, I don't, because I can't I, see him. I, I, I didn't want to know what draws he had. You asked that question, Smoke Sam's. <laughs> just like colognes, my zebra print, I, I wear them for so I can see them and smell them and stuff. Like, I don't, so if I can't see it, there's no point. So I, I might get zebra draws at one point, but it really doesn't matter for me. It really doesn't matter. Rich said, read his last comment. Not a headband or a wristband, though. Nah, I don't even wear headbands or wristbands. If I did wear them, I would, but I don't wear them. That read as a question to me, bro. That read, read as a question to me. I'm just I'm just restating what you read. <laughs> that was a statement, not a question. <laughs> Y'all got him started. <laughs> so my man's got 36 different shades of zebra. Nah, it's more like six different. It's like if there's 100 things, I don't know honestly how many zebra things I have between clothing and pins and all kinds of random little stuff and big stuff. I would say it's probably like six or seven different prints between them. Like I can't stack everything, but I can stack some stuff. Everything isn't just completely different from each other. Um, let me see. 30 Shades of Zebra Freak. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, so we're going to go ahead and head out on that note. All right, Shay, appreciate you pulling up, of course, All again, right, every Friday night, 8 to 10 p.m. Appreciate y'all pulling up. Anything you want to say, Shay? What do you want, bro? Um, I mean, I already said what I needed to say before you, sh you showed out those, like, 5,000 shades of zebra um, <laughs> that you had. So hail to the Patriots. And, um, yeah, just tune in. Tune in next Friday again. Tune in. Th thank you for everybody commenting. Enjoyed the questions. 
So everybody be safe this weekend, you know. And, yeah, see y'all next week. All right, y'all. Thank y'all for coming. Catch y'all next week.